You're listening to Bleed TV, the only podcast today's best shows and movies. I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. Game of Thrones, Beyond the Wall. What number was this? Number six? Six. I should know this because I'm effing pissed we only got one more episode. Yeah, kind of devastating. But uh, Director? who? Alan Taylor? That yeah. was? I, I was like, man, you said it right before this thing started, and I yeah. already forgot his name. Again. I know, like it's not a, it's not a, I don't recognize the name, so it's not, I don't know. I don't know. I've seen this guy before. Okay. Anyway, it goes. Um, let's just go ahead and do it, man. What, what's the overall thoughts? Cash your last. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I hold true that this was an absolutely retarded plan, but. Just the way they executed it, I guess, like that. I enjoyed it. So, a top-notch episode to me. <laughs> right. I, I will say this episode had so many head-scratching moments and so many things like, what the, what the fuck and all that other good stuff. But, how many... I mean, I was I was on the edge of my seat most of the episode, For anticipating what? so much that was going on. You know, I, calm down over there, Sugar Britches, okay? okay. You, you'll have your turn. But I really, I enjoyed it. But yes, I do think there was a lot of technical flaws. I think they, man, so many, the fast forwarding on some things is just astronomical. I thought last episode was fast on some things. This one was, was insane. light years. I felt like the only thing missing was, you know, Enterprise and Beam Me Up or something <laughs> like that. That was the only thing missing here. But they go ahead, to, Cash. They have to jetpack, though. They have to. Oh, yes. man. The, no, the memes of the, uh, the Ravens well, and everything. Yeah, the Raven with the two. <laughs> the uh, jetpacks yeah, and everything. I was like, oh, it's like jet engines. It's like footage of uh, the Ravens used to uh, send the Dragon <laughs> It got two turbine motors on each wing. Yeah. <laughs> I was cracking up. But no, entertainment value. Like, this was a great episode. But actually, compared to an episode of Game of Thrones, this was the worst episode I've ever seen. I mean, you just went really dark. Yeah, I mean, um, like, well, you I, must be. I mean, are you depressed? No, I mean, I'm <laughs> depressed at how terrible the episode was compared to other Game I of can't Thrones episodes. Wait but to hear this as we go through this. Like entertainment wise, it was like I could think of at least ten episodes that were worse than this. I got a lot. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know. I mean, everything is moving so fast. It's like. When you're so used to, and this is what I would say, I kind of agree with you. Game of Thrones never rushes anything yeah. for the other seasons, right? Yeah. It's always kind of plotting and well written, and everything kind of unfolds in a nice form. Other than mm-hmm. season two and Danny's storyline, which was just so slow, you could murder her. I mean, it was, it was like molasses. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> um, but I, I just. I was surprised. I guess I'm surprised that they said they only had enough content for seven episodes. And because to me, half of this episode could have been an episode. Well, 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 let's change that. They said content, but I really think it's more like budget. Well, so like what I found, like <laughs> part of it was like the actors are paid per episode. So you cut off three episodes, you save a couple million dollars right there. Well, each episode has a budget of six million. I've we read that. I mean, each episode has a six million dollar budget. And so if like the actors are put into that, then yeah, I guess you only have... I mean, it's insane. Um, but yeah. the thing is, if you cut three episodes off, that's $18 million right there. True. That pays for Drogon. That pays for... It pays for all Drogon. Well, and <laughs> Viserion and uh, Rhaegal, because and, they actually did a little bit this episode. And about the 400 characters that got nuked and all the dudes turned to ash. I mean, there's a lot going on there. I, I agree. So 
I think the money is well spent. Yes. But yeah. I will agree with Cash in the fact that we're not getting as quality a writing because they're having to go so fast. I yeah. agree. I agree. There's no doubt. I'm with you on that. And there's a lot of awkwardness with Brain, even when he's not in the episode. <laughs> it's just execution. A lot of the execution of how they're doing about certain parts are kind of like, like you said, this goes back to fast forward. I agree with you 100%. Well, let's, let's dive into the episode. It opens right up with a really cool visual of it going right over the war table at Dragonstone to have a really good conversation with, you know, just not the conversation, but to see the fire right over there against the wall, you know, just to highlight that room, you know? Oh yeah. And then it goes over to the John and company, the usual suspects walking. Now, key point here, terrible editing. Okay. There are, I can't, I paused 10 people, 10 people. And that is going to be an important number later. Okay, so let's make sure we're clear on that. There are 10 people walking, and I mean they are walking yes. and walking and continuing to walk and walking some more. I mean, we went through like four different valleys um, and region changes. Like we had mountains, we had blizzard, we had regular walking. There was a lot of different climate change going we're, on. We're going to have a conversation about the time when yes. it gets there. But yeah. there's a terrible editing faux pas right here, as just stated, 10 people. 10 and we'll get to it yes. we'll get to it now what i do like about this is is that we get these these moments of conversations between different people in the party and it's great excellent yeah this, this is what makes writing. it you know, like that and Tormund, you know starting off you know and talking with i mean i'm just <laughs> we do what was, we can was like how do you stay warm it was like and i was like yes Tormund, talk about that bear yeah. bring sheila up let's yeah. go yeah we're walking walking is good fighting's better and effing's the best <laughs> you know and, you know, and westro smells like pig yeah. shit you know and then, and, all like, this. <laughs> and then it was like you say like he looks over at gendry he's like we may do with what we got and i was like, yeah. like if i'm gendry i'm like <laughs> holes pucker in like yeah yeah i mean it's Oh. oh, there's not a woman around. A lot of living women around. <laughs> yeah. Miles, we make do with what we can. Yeah, yeah like if I'm Gidry, I'm dropping back about 15 paces from Corbin. Yeah. Right, and Corbin's so a big ugly bear. Oh yeah. So and then he talks to. You know, he's talking to John. And he talks about how pride will get you killed. You know, and you know, basically reverting to I won't take a knee and everything. And how pride man, pride will get your people killed. Right, and which, man's raider. Was Terrible. a good example of that. No, he was an awful example of that because when him and John talked, he said pride has nothing to do with this. And if you think that's the case, then there's no point of even talking. And so pride was the last thing that was on Mansoray's mind when he wouldn't knee. Yeah, but to everybody else, it looks like pride. I mean, it was definitely said from Mance's lips that pride was not the issue. I mean, like, I, he didn't I, want I, his people to die for somebody else's war. It had nothing I, to do I with pride. That. But yeah. have a, has a proudful person ever said, it's, it's my pride? Well, <laughs> I know, mean, a, true, but like when it's coming well, from his lips and everything and saying, I'm not bringing my people over here just so they can be slaughtered in somebody else's war, that's not pride. That's making sure his people are as safe as possible. Yeah, I also agree, though, by not taking the knee... They could just come slaughter you where you stand or not let you through the wall, period, and you will all die. True, but... You could be slaughtered on this side or on the other side. Is that yeah. pride or is it just... I mean, if you take the knee, they stand a chance. If you don't, they don't. You know what I'm saying? But they got through. They got through because John was hey. nice. <laughs> hey, I mean, right. it was their pride. Because John found a chick... What is she... Uh, what, what, Bathed in fire or whatever. 
Kiss by Fire. Or kiss, something. By fire. kiss by Fire. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Oh, you grit. How uh, kiss. Uh, so then you also get uh, Gendry, and he's talking to um, Thoros, and, and he's like, you know, you bastards, you sold me. I want to be like one of you guys. And, and you know, quit your complaining. And then the hound. Yes. You're, you're <laughs> wiggling. You're wiggling, dude. You're, no, you're, what did he call you, it? You're weensing. Yes. Yeah, wincing. Like, wincing. No. Wincing. Yeah, wingling. I've got to wrote it down, but I can't read my damn writing. Oh, yeah. Win- whinging. Whinging. Yes. Whinging. You're whinging. I'm you're not whinging. <laughs> your lips are moving and you're complaining. You're whinging. <laughs> yeah. She got me naked. Was she naked? Yeah. It's not the point. Yeah, he's like, it starts off good. It's starting like, to sound good here. <laughs> <laughs> what are you complaining about? No, no, she put, put leeches. leeches on me. Yeah. yeah it's just like, okay. It's like just how the entire time, like, uh, I mean, let's switch spots. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard worse. You know, like, and then it I com- mean, we've all seen her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean. So then it goes to Jorah and John, and they talk about how his father and how his you know, deserved a better son, and you know he, he would have died for those men, and he died. You know, instead he died that way, and how wrong it was. And I was waiting on the moment that John was going to offer the sword. So I, I was happy that they decided to do this. Did y'all did y'all see that coming? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they had to have the conversation. At, at least. least, yeah. I just saw this happening three episodes ago. But <laughs> yeah. it actually made sense. Yeah. Now, I, I totally expect a, like all these conversations to take place while they're walking. Because we have too many good characters, too many well-written characters in the same spot. All, it would just help if Davos was there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, yeah. Yes. He could have been the mediator for all conversations. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he would have just been smoothly walking in and out of every conversation. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. Given a one-liner yeah. as he walks by. Yeah. Uh, I thought all this was extremely well played. Mm-hmm. I mean, every conversation I was interested in, the, you know, they like explain things, you know, very yes. simply. You know what I mean? It's just. Yeah, and things were subtle. It wasn't like it wasn't poured and, uh, on. Thoros. It was like, I, I just got to ask you. How drunk were you when you went through those gates and everything? He was like, I don't remember running through the gate. Like, I thought you were the bravest man I've ever seen. Just no, a drunk. Just a drunk. <laughs> you know, it's just like I was awesome. like, that is the perfect thing. Yeah. George is like the entire time. Like, yes. You've yes, got to be yes, kidding yes. me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And yep. then we get old Sheila out of nowhere. Sheila. Wait, what? I'm, okay. Well, Sheila is the bear that Tormund has supposedly sex with had sex with. In the rumors. Oh, okay. okay. So you, you lost me right this here. This is a past Tormund yes. story. It, okay. It, well, that's what Tormund is so famous for, supposedly, is mating with a bear. And it's also rumored that it's actually one of the Mormons. Yeah. Yeah, And exactly. so there's there's that. Yeah, th- that the bear could actually mean... A literal... Uh, a giant woman. A bear woman. <laughs> a Mormon. <laughs> I got you. Okay. From Bear Island. Anyway, the bear part... I was super excited mm-hmm. because they show the bear at the distance. I was like, well, yeah, polar bears, this is the right climate for them and stuff. I was like, whatever. And that's normally in movies where you see polar yeah. bears, like at a distance, barely moving. And then you hear Gendry say, I've never seen a polar bear with blue Man. eyes. And I was like, yes, oh, yes. Here we ice go. bears. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you blew past a good part of here, okay? You two pumped the brakes over there. Before we get to the bear, you realize we had a spot in Winterfell, and we also had more conversation where we talk with uh, Barrick, and we have um, Tormund. We're like, you know, he says, you know, Dick, what's Dick, you know, and 
Cock, yeah, cock, cock, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I goes, oh, and I got a woman waiting on me back, you know, back home. Oh, you know, yes. Tall, oh, yeah. you know. And he's like, <laughs> Brienne, the Tars? You know, he's like, yeah, you, you know, know her. He goes, you're with Brienne? Well, not yet. <laughs> How do you know yeah. her? He's <laughs> yeah, like, well, she should make yeah. babies with her. They'll Conquer the world. Monsters. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, how does she take to your advances? <laughs> like she's disgusted by me. <laughs> you know Brienne. <laughs> We've met. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Gingers, I hate y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate you. I'm stuck all the way out here with this motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. And then, of course, you have the part where Greg's like, you know, you don't favor your father. You know, you... You know, and going into the conversation, the Lord of Light must want you alive for something. And he's like, what? You know, like, well, you're fighting for life. You know, your first enemy and your last enemy is death. And death, death, the key line, of course, is death always wins, you know. or And coming you know, between the only two people who have looked at death, punched it in the face, and came back to life. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you, know. you know, really cool scene, though, where they're like, we are the shield that guards, what is it, the lives of men or whatever. I don't remember. You don't remember that? Anyway, it's like his Night's Watch okay. vow. But then Barrick says, maybe that's enough. You know what I mean? So I thought that was really well done. Because Barrick, normally I could give a shit. You know what I mean? What he's saying, what I, what he's got yeah, going like, on. Yeah, I mean, I wish he was more interesting, but just making his sword come on fire is about the best I get from Barrick. Yeah, and they focus on it so much. They really do. They show him I mean, lightness. he did it like, what, seven times this episode? Okay, and the thing is, it's not consistent either. Yeah, it, when he slices his hand on it, I'm yeah. like, okay, that's how he does it. But then later in the episode, we see him just draw it out of his sheet and it and lights fire Yeah, it's like Lightbringer coming I'm out. Like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, in this episode, there was a couple times where you actually see him run his hand across. Oh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, there was, I mean, you see but, it. Yeah, but like you said, last episode, they, so there is, like you said, inconsistency. I'm with you on that. Um, all right. Something y'all know. Like, so this is right about the time that the Hound goes here's the mountain the arrowhead mountain i saw in the vision okay did y'all recognize the mountain it took, i was looking at it going i swear i've seen it so of course the internet and its infinite genius reminded me of this is the mountain where they the night the, king was created this is where the children okay. of the forest yeah, were right this. there when it was green and they created him in front of that mountain yeah i remember them i remember seeing this on the internet too right something about this but it looks pretty. Yeah. Apparently, this is in Norway or something like that. This actual mountain is pretty badass. So, I thought it was pretty wicked. I mean, that means they film and that's something, and that's real. Yeah. I mean, that's a real thing. That's like, cool. That seems like it would have been a huge pain to track all of that equipment out there for this shot. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I posted a video where they did it like that. A lot of this stuff was green screen. A lot of the stuff you see, action, everything okay. like that. Every bit of it. Like, there was... On location, not near as much as you thought, you know, which I don't blame you. I mean, it looks like if you stayed out there for 20 minutes, you'd die. But, you know, yeah, definitely. they uh, they filmed in Iceland a lot, Norway, whatever like that. And the most max they could film was four hours. And then they had to go in there and thaw, rethaw out your actors. So, you know. There we go. Imagine your equipment. I mean, yeah. <laughs> filming I mean, those, is like, that's some touchy equipment itself. I mean, those ears had to be pretty red. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, no, I mean, no caps or nothing. Gendry. <laughs> Yeah, no headgear. Like, yeah, come on, I mean, guys. Come on, dude. It's like, John, I know you got luscious hair, but like, <laughs> wear a hat. There was a quick snippet in there where we'll get to see a robotic Arya 
and Sansa talk about how father used to watch me right here and I used to shoot a single arrow over and over again. Makes no sense. And then he clapped and applauded because he knew that this is where I wanted to be and he was okay with it even though the rules were broken. This makes no sense because you remember the first scene that we ever see with Arya? Is she yeah. shoots a bolt into the arrow. Yeah. Or shoots an arrow into the And target. she's younger than Bran and Bran's 10. So... Is she younger than Bran? Pretty sure. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think she's older than Bran. Oh, then I just got confused because Bran's six foot nineteen and Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's my bad. Yeah, he bad. grew, emotions didn't. Remember they <laughs> they got lucky with every child, child actor with, other than Bran. Which I mean that's a home run you, you Yeah, you take you that can every never time. ask for better than that. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I mean we've we've all seen things where they just like oh, it gets out of hand. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, it's like oh, we got to replace them. We we've got to replace everybody like and twenty-year-old Macaulay Culkin. It's not good. Yeah, really. It's not good. It's got a severe drug problem. Yeah. No, yeah. no more home alone, guys. We're, we're cutting off at two. Jesus, more like homeless. <laughs> oh God! All right, so we finally get Danny and Tyrion talking, and. Danny kind of comes around a little bit and is like, you know, the reason I like you is because you're not a hero. Mm-hmm. You know, heroes do foolish things to be heroes and blah, blah, blah. And I actually really enjoyed this conversation back and forth. It was kind of tit for tat, you know. And poor Kit Harrington, like, just keeps getting ragged on for being five foot eight. Like, the guy just can't catch a break. <laughs> it's average male height, man. Get off his back. <laughs> like, Danny's like, I want to wear heels, damn it. Like, how dare oh, you? Oh, God. <laughs> I get some platforms. Yeah, it was like, oh, man. But no, I mean, it was a really good conversation. I, I enjoyed and, it. You know, and he was talking about, you know, laying traps and, um, you know, the wheel that, uh, you know, Aegon created and she wants to destroy. I, I love the banter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She sounds so much more, not mature, but like more authoritative. Authoritative and understanding and, you know, making good decisions, you know, uh, you know, by testing his thoughts and his comments and stuff. And Tyrion being like brave enough to be like, look, you're gonna have to be the bigger person in this, and it there's a lot of risk that goes involved with this, and we're somehow gonna have to be able to push forward and continue with this plan. Yeah, I I, I like this when she's not being so serious mm-hmm. because when she's being serious, she's being impulsive. You know what I mean? Like when yeah. everything like falls on her, she's super impulsive. Just does the first thing that came to her mind. Usually the darkest decision. Well, I mean, right. well, I have three dragons. I mean, my impulsive thing is, let's just burn stuff. Right. Yeah. Well, which he mentions that. He, he does. The part of the conversation that soured for me at the very end was when they were talking about your successor. You know what I mean? I did think that was a touch early. You know what I mean? To talk about something like that. Well, yes, no. It- because what this was doing, if you listen to what he talks about, he talks about the Ironborn. Mm-hmm. And he talks about the Night's Watch. He talks about democracy, is what he's explaining to her. Mm-hmm. He's like, you can't have any children. You want to break the wheel. This is an option. The Night's Watch vote on their next commander, right? Yeah. And the I Ironborn just, do too. I just don't think that's an option with her situation. I don't think anybody can fill her shoes. That's the, that's the point. She doesn't want someone to fill her shoes. Well, what I'm saying, let me rephrase what I'm saying is, even if somebody were, who would even be your elective council? Where would your democracy be? And then who would even be a candidate worth to say? You know what I mean? Like, the potential just, husband? That's what I'm saying. The Ironborn, they, they come forth. Yeah, anybody, anybody who wants to be king, who goes to that king's moot, 
and then whoever gets the loudest cheers ends up becoming king. Right. And then you have to be drowned. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, but I'm just saying, he's subtly telling us that democracy is the possible future. Because there, there can't be another king. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Well, I mean, I mean, well, just democracy to vote for, not necessarily. Right. That's what I say. Like, it's too early for that. Until she has the throne, until that place is in place, her setting up anything now is moot. I mean, she, her people are spread out. Things are in different. I mean, that's why I was saying I understand what Tyrion saying, and he has a good point. I just like she said, it's too early in the game to even create a system for that to be in place. Considering we're not in, we're not in control or in charge or. But that's also Tyrion's job, is right. to think about all like because if she dies, what's he supposed to do? Like he's trying to survive. He better and go be, f and hide, dog. <laughs> exactly, and so like it's logical for why he's trying to go ahead and set. This well, that's self benefiting. That's not for well, him. And, it is, but you know, and I understand and for her to make sure that her plan lives on. And uh, the thing is, he sees how impulsive she's being. Mm-hmm. She's putting herself at risk. So it's like if you're going to keep doing this. And you still want this to succeed for all of your friends that have followed you, then we need to set up some kind of plan. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's like I said, once she gets serious, she gets impulsive and I don't like her as much. Right. But I mean, like, siding with you, like, I hate to play both sides of it. If she dies, those dragons are gone and the army's lost. Right. I and mean, so, like, what's like, to come in charge of? For you, like, it makes sense to be like, there's no reason for her to even want to plan a successor because it's just not possible right i mean she dies all is lost he said that statement if you go you die one well, heart hits you one one arrow hits your heart all is lost he's saying that because there's no successor you know i, I think the statement is it's true either way okay well, even it, if you have a successor i think all is lost well it's kind of true either way and she's explaining as well like mm-hmm. it all is moot until i get the crown right. exactly and he's saying, you're right, but if you get the crown and then you die, or whatever the case may be, we have to figure something out. You know, right. I mean, It's like, they're both saying the same thing almost. Yeah. It's just, well, they're both right, but the timing is the difference. Yeah. Okay. Now we get to the part where they're out there in the snow and you see a bear in the distance and Gendry's like, I've never seen a pair with blue eyes. Okay, and this is where the count of men becomes important. <laughs> okay, jumps to thirteen, I think. Okay, well, no, it doesn't jump anywhere. All we know is, is well, no, that there's th- we get another thing where there's thirteen men. Okay, well, I didn't see that part. All I know is, is that we get this amazing bear fight stuff, and two men get killed. All right, so mm-hmm. there's officially two dead by mauling. Yes. Yeah, one gets taken away and one gets killed. Correct. Okay. That would drop us, based on what I've seen, we know we have seven main people. Yeah. And as far as I know, three... Three fluff. Three Cannon fodder. average Joes. Yeah. And but now, there's another scene before we get to the bear attack where it jumps from 10 to 13 people. Which is absolute BS. And that's why I was saying it was terrible editing because... It was. Oh, don't worry. More people die when they're, when they're yeah. surrounded. <laughs> if it's 13, does the math still add up? Well, it drops to 11, and then... I still don't think it adds up. No, well, I mean... It was all over the map, In this episode, I think we see the same guy die four times. Like, I'm convinced it was, like, the same death scene as when we were fighting the... Well, let's see if we can remember all the deaths. Okay, we'll talk about it when we get to it. All right, we know this. 
I'm gonna be honest with you. The bear attack and the bear special effects like that were phenomenal. Oh, oh yeah. so badass. This was so impressive. Those bears, I mean, were it was up there with the Reverend. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Those, I, I watched this three or four times. I was just blown away with how amazing they looked. Oh, and that one that's attacking Thoros has his whole rib cage exposed but, on one side and <laughs> stuff. It was on fire. I mean, and then it, yeah, then it lights up. Yep, and you're like. And the hounds, once I, again... I love how frozen reason. the hound is. Just like seeing the sword light on fire and everything, I was like, yes, this makes perfect sense. Okay. Once again... Yeah, we did have the one-liner that we missed where, was it Thor's or Beric that was like, oh, you've both been kissed by fire. Talking yeah. to Torment and uh, the hound, because the hound was uh, yeah, burned and, right. and so a little subtle way of throwing his backstory into I'm it. I'm telling you... It, more and more, like, makes me feel like there's some weird prophecy for the Hound. Like, I was talking about the Azora High stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, there's something there. At some point, he's going to like, get over his fear of the flame. You know, for some reason. All right. Probably to die a very uh, heroic but death. But we, yeah. What do we know about Azora High? He had to put his sword through his wife's heart mm-hmm. to forge Lightbringer, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Beric hasn't had to do any of that type of shit. No. So as far as we know, Lightbringer, he's toting around, is just horseshit. It's just a flaming sword. Well, it's not even a flaming sword. It's something he does to somehow make it flaming. Agreed. All right. But are we going to see a Lightbringer legitimately? I doubt it. Well. (laughs) I'm just saying I doubt it. It could potentially be a long call just later on in the episode. There's a really cool scene with the pommel. Stop. Yeah. Stop. We'll talk about it in a minute. That yeah, that that's BS, by the way. Oh, it is. This is glorified BS. I know what you're talking about. But I'm just saying the hound, they're just like it's tough for me to say, like, who's the hound love? Wine? Like, I mean, like, who's he gonna have to kill that he would actually like the only person is Arya, maybe? Are but are they only keeping the hound around to fight the mountain? Is that his only We future? hope so. <laughs> I, I mean, I think his only thing is fan service at this point. But why is he allowed to see things in the flames? Fan service. Like, I mean, I got nothing. I don't know. I'm with you. I think there's something more to it. Something to it, man. I'm telling you. There's what something. it is, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's like the people who survived this, they all had a purpose. And that was brought out. I mean, even Beric was like... There's a reason we're here. There's a reason we're still fighting for living. There's a reason da da da. And think about this. I mean, Torment, like like you said, kissed by fire, and like, you know, it, think about how he almost died, being pulled into the water to drown. I mean, it's even like symbolism, you know. I mean, there's there's a lot going on there, you know. So I'm with you. I think there is something very important here. Um, I, I just don't not real positive. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know where it's gonna be. I'm just saying. I feel like. Some of it's biased because I love the Hound. It's my favorite character. It's like I want him to have a storyline that fits in with the the, the great storyline. Yeah, you know what I mean. That makes sense. It's not just he's getting kept around because he's a great actor and it makes sense for the show. Right, I agree. I just don't want that. I want him to have a big role. And I, I, they keep showing him terrified of the fire and stuff like that. I mean, it's like a constant thing. Yeah, like right. even when he was telling songs of the story, like he was petrified. As he was telling the story. So, I mean, this is a real yeah. significant thing that he has to overcome or it's going to get him killed. Yeah. So, Thoros, being brave, you know, keep puts his sword in the, the 
bear's mouth, this cool-ass scene going yeah. back and forth. First, he hits it with the flaming sword, and it goes up like kindling. Right. Like we have always seen. Mm-hmm. So at least it's consistent. Anything that's a white goes up like... Woof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's gasoline, um, which was awesome. It was. Because it's flaming. I get it knocks the hound away. Mm-hmm. It uh, knocks the hound first. away. It also Tormund hit went to hit it and it jacked him up too. Right. Um and so that was cool. But you're right though. Thoris holding I was waiting for the blade to start slicing going through, through his, his hand. hand. Yeah. Yeah, because that's a ton of weight yes. pushing down. Yeah, you don't have a hand at that point. Like I, I mean oof. a melted sword, it's like butter. Knife through butter right there. That's the thing. It's his sword's on fire mm-hmm. most of the time. So Correct. It's really hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, you know what? I'll give it the thing that they're wearing lots of hand wraps and gloves and stuff. It's like the only thing I'll give it is the fact that they're probably wearing such thickness on their <laughs> right, hands. Right, right, right. Um, but so cool to see it. It really you know, was. Um, and anytime you get a badass bear mauling scene, I mean, if you've never seen The Edge... which is just fantastic Mm -hmm. you know but there's this poor black guy in that movie with little dreads he gets Uh, horrific (laughs) (laughs) horrific it almost reminds me of DiCaprio when he got the Revenant Revenant. okay the Revenant was amazing that bear attack is so realistic but the edge yes it was gruesome terrible (laughs) (laughs) awful what happens to this man yeah um. So yeah, I just I love any of the bear attack scenes, and yes. if they're done this well, I'm like fan thumbs up because that's so hard to do. Oh yeah, and yes. make it look good. I mean, it, this blew the revenant out of the water, and like that was so perfectly done. I think they had a couple advantages: the fact that they had a, a white polar bear yeah. up against a white no, background. That, it was a blizzard going through there, yeah. so it blurs your vision of details. Yeah. And then we were so focused on the blue eyes and then the flame and everything. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. And the Revenant was a crystal clear bear attack. Yes. Yeah. So it's very difficult. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like, it was throwing DiCaprio around the screen yeah, and everything. I, the the Revenant just... was a more of a monumental achievement. First time. Da, da, da. This right here was like, let me put icing on top of that and yeah. make it look it's a little like, cooler. <laughs> I appreciate y'all finding the technology that we need yeah. to make. We're going to borrow it and make it look cooler. Because yes. we weren't going to have ice bears no. unless this came out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So they finally do. And then we get they, they kill the bear. And then we get the shot of them realizing that one guy's dead. And they look over here and they pan over. And you see some blood and ground. And a guy evidently has been taken away. But did y'all notice the paw prints were wrong? No. Um, they were walking towards where the blood was, and then it's, that's it. So are we to say that this bear walked up, grabbed it, and like moonwalked into the back same <laughs> I steps? I saw them go beyond the blood. Uh-uh. But I, went, no, I mean, bears will back up and stuff like that. I mean, so. perfect handprints. I mean, my man. <laughs> like He's a, a zombie. Ghost. <laughs> a ghost. <laughs> you don't see me. You don't see me. Whoa. <laughs> White shadow. <laughs> Yeah, nah, you know, whatever. I, yeah, it's small detail. Small I Small detail. Uh, but I refuse. And I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I thought the paw prints were small. Because, like, they showed, like, the snow messed up where the blood was. Like, this, like a person like that. I thought the paws were a little small They probably were. But there's no reference. The, yeah, I know. That blood stain could be the size of your coffee table. <laughs> and those footprints are the size <laughs> of a laptop. Yeah. It's like, oh. I, yeah. <laughs> I just can't tell because there's not a... 
a, a size chart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, well, there's not a chunk of anymore. Yeah. The corpse left behind. Oh, it's a small Toyota. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you put a Godzilla footprint <laughs> in just an open, muddy area and then zoom out, it's like, oh, well, that, that don't look that big. Right. If you put a school bus next to it, you're yeah. like, oh, oh. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Then the hound's laying down inside of the pulper, and we're like, oh, it's yeah. a pretty big pulper. Right. Right. Yeah. Justified. That's right. But we do know that there's one more ice bear still out there. Yes. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Um, so we do cut away, and we get back over to Winterfell, and this is well, the Have you tried to heal uh, Thoros? Don't forget Thoros gets Yeah, healed. I forgot about that. You know, the Which guy had also- some... Na- I thought his wounds in his chest might be worse, as bad as he was, like, being bit into and spun and around. And- well, here's my thing. I mean, he had four never, layers of wool, you know. I never thought that this attack version would be that terrible. You look at an animal's mouth mm-hmm. and it its blunted t- face, right? If it's trying to bite down onto you, it really can't grab much on your flat chest. Yeah. It okay. could grab its fur and it's picking them up and slinging them around stuff. So unless you got like a massive belly, it's got nothing to actually grip into. Right, but the thing about the Revenant was... It's turning its head, yes. biting him, grabbing a leg and throwing him. You know, it's clawing him yeah, like the and stuff claw. like that. This, was this thing was strictly grabbing his chest, picking mm-hmm. him up a little bit, slamming him, throwing him around a little bit. So the wounds, to me, and wouldn't like, seem to be that terrible. Well, not that, if you looked at the polar bear, all of its big teeth were broken. Did y'all notice that? Like, they were all broke at different points and like that. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me. But I'm just saying, I've never understood why that is such a devastating thing. Now you see a wolf, their teeth kind of like yes. protrude a little bit, and it's like, oh, okay. If that thing bites you You're head screwed. first, <laughs> or a hyena, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like ripping. it's going to tear you apart, like a beak on a bird mm-hmm. or something. Ooh. So I'm just like, okay, that makes sense to me. But me, yeah, watch a lion. They turn their head and they, they bite do. the hell out of you. You know, at this part, I was just like, okay, well, yeah, it's, it would probably be hor- horrible. You know what I mean? But I just can't imagine the wounds being too bad. Right. Then we get the great uh, double pull on the old wine uh, yeah. flask there. They're like trying to pull it away. He's like, oh, no, good boys. We're okay. full tilt. We had a good Facebook post about this from Kelly Choi. Is that her name? Right. Yeah. Okay. And she's talking about how it's a trope to cauterize the wounds after somebody takes a swig. Like, and it's immediate. Yeah. Like, oh, I took a shot. I'm, I'm, I don't feel a thing. <laughs> yeah, really. you know Here you go, mean? boys. No, it takes some time before you're you're buzzed yeah. for this. <laughs> the only thing I could say is, Thoros has been drinking the entire time. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's maintaining his buzz. Yeah, yeah. He, he was just making sure it didn't go away at that point. In this time. is gonna suck for a while, so I'm gonna go ahead and get one in. But while he's drinking that, did y'all just think that was a goodbye drink? Like he was about to die right then? I was surprised they cauterized him. I, be honest with you, when they lifted his shirt up, I saw like very superficial wounds. I mean, there was one little spot that was bleeding like that, but I didn't see anything that was like, that's a death blow. But it was one of those gross bloods pourings that's yeah. like a bullet hole. Right. You know what I mean? Where it's like, it's like pooling and then running. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. But also, like, wouldn't it just kind of freeze and just kind of scab over right there? Like, I mean, I'm not a medical expert or anything, but I would think with it being that cold, it's going to be hard to... I don't know. I mean, you still got some hot blood pouring out of you there for a second, at least. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I mean, I, I have no. I'm just legitimately curious if anybody doesn't. If anyone out there does know, if uh, you start yeah, bleeding really. out in the 
I mean, in the frozen is. tundra, is it better yeah. to try to let it freeze or something like that? Yeah, just roll over on your chest. <laughs> <laughs> just freeze it up, bro. Yeah, he'll be good. Throw, throw some be ice strong. on it. Be he'll be good to go. Old football injury. Ah. I'm, I'm going to doubt it, considering your body temperature is 90-something, 98 or whatever like that. Okay. Even if you're in the I mean, anything that's not going to freeze to you unless you're frozen, you know, of the temperature. I don't know. I've been outside where it's been pretty cold, and pee freezes pretty quickly. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, no, I agree with you, Cash, but it's still like... Yeah, it's pumping out and everything. Like, right, right, right. But the thing is, he burns them immediately. Oh, yeah. Let me slice my hand real quick and... Uh, yeah, light you up. Yeah. Yeah, this would be awful. Yeah. All right, the next part is the part that I, I loathed of most of the episode is Winterfell. Is that I'm just scratching my head. It's right. This is where now all of a sudden Sansa is seeking counsel from Littlefinger. About uh, this, and we come up with the idea of well, Brienne is loyal to you, and if he's she, if Arya's trying to hurt you, Brienne can handle this, and blah 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 blah. I didn't understand what he was trying to say at all in any. Okay, of this. so I've had a couple people I talked to, okay, that complain about this this storyline between Arya and Sansa. Can I be mm-hmm. one of them? Yeah, okay, that's fine. That's fine. But my thing is, what have we always? Or at least I know for sure I have always suggested that... Littlefinger caused chaos. Right. But that there's a third party and it's Bran. Yes. Okay? And that we're not aware of what Arya has learned from Bran or possibly Sansa has learned from Bran. So you're saying they could just kind of be... I'm not suggesting that they're playing a game with Littlefinger. Okay. I'm not suggesting that. But But let's think about what Littlefinger tells her. That Bran is sworn to protect you both yes. and that she would intervene if Arya was going to try to hurt you. He is telling Sansa, keep Brienne close. Okay, that's what I thought. Right? So what does she do in the next scene, though? She sends Brienne. Sends Brienne away. And Pod. So it's like, is Sansa doing that because she wants to send a message to Arya, I'm not afraid of you? That, that doesn't I'm, make that sense. I, that doesn't make sending, sense at all. Exactly. It doesn't make sense. So it's like, but what is uh, yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, like, I put it out on Twitter. Is that I believe there's a bigger ruse here. I think not so much that they know exactly what Littlefinger's doing, but they know Littlefinger's up to, and that they're playing their part to see where it goes. Right. I think both separately are playing a different game with Littlefinger. Okay. Okay. I think Sansa knows that Littlefinger never asks you to do anything. Yes. Without. An alternative mode. Getting something in return. return. So it's like, oh, Littlefinger told me I should keep Brienne around? Send send her away then. Correct. You know what I mean? Arya finds this note. You know what I mean? It's like... Brienne doesn't like Littlefinger. So he... And Sansa knows that. I agree with you, but it's still... I mean, I see what you're trying to say and everything, but like it just... When you sit down and think about it, there's just zero positive in sending Brienne away. Right. I think Sansa's doing more of a thing with Littlefinger than Arya is. Well, I hope so. Because Arya, you know, we can go ahead and finish the scenes out, right? Sansa goes into her room, finds the masks. Yeah, the Walter faces. Frey and some other dude. Anyway. Uh, so was it Walter Frey? Like, yeah, I, mean, that, I yeah. thought it was. It was Walter Frey. But the fact that Sansa doesn't recognize... Well, would she not recognize Walter Frey? Yeah, she'd never been to the twins. Yeah, she never went. Okay. But anyway... Then Arya comes in and explains, you know, what she's capable of, yes. kind of. Flips the knife up, gives it to Sansa, and turns her back on her. Once again, showing, I'm not afraid of you. I don't yeah. think you'll kill me, whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? They're both playing some kind of game 
We just don't understand it all yet. Well, like you said, we send Brienne away because that's the exact opposite of what Littlefinger suggested. Mm-hmm, so right. that's key key fact number one. If we really believe that Arya suspects as Sansa as being a traitor and turncoat, then she doesn't go in there and give her the dagger and turn around. Key fact number two. Well, and the thing is, she's playing the game of lies right. with her. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know Arya is like the waif now. Yes. Human lie detector. As soon as Sansa starts turning it around on her and stuff like that, and, you know, obviously is not lying, I think Arya realizes she's not a lying. She's not lying about the note and everything like that. That She's loyal. It would never do anything to cross John and stuff like that. I feel like she realizes that. Yeah, and another thing is, too, is that we saw Arya watching Littlefinger talking to the, hand, the maidens and talking to this and creating all that. So you have to believe that whatever she finds or thinks or goes on, that she has to know there's something to it. And that's part of it. And that's the initial evidence. And then, like you said, this evidence, this episode brings so much more to it. I'm going to be honest with you. If it's not, and we're actually supposed to take this at face value, that they're all, I'm going to be pissed. No, no, no. I feel like the show wants you to think that Arya is possibly plotting to kill Sansa. Correct. At no point in time in feeling this. But But I'm just like, there's yeah. no way. It's just not coming out right to me. Well, I mean, none of this is because or maybe a, it's coming out just right, and we don't have all the answers yet. I don't know. Well, there's a lot wrong with this because a, there's no way that she should have that note with Sansa's handwriting because Rob had it back in season one when he was invading and he showed it to Catelyn. So there's no way that this note is actually in Winterfell. Mm. I think the note went to Winterfell. I think the note no. went to Winterfell and then they sent it to Rob. Yeah, and Rob has the one with. Sansa's handwriting. But he, did, he said the maester made a copy of everything. In Sansa's handwriting? True that. And on the same paper? I don't remember when. He, he shows it back in season one because they were getting ready to... Just, they just captured Jamie or getting ready to capture Jamie. And he's like, I want to show you this. It's Sansa's word. And Caitlin, or Caitlin goes, you mean Cersei's words. And immediately dismisses. And there was another Northern Lord who uh, John showed it to, and it was like, no, 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 those are Cersei's words. So Northern Lords are already going to dismiss the fact that Sansa didn't write this letter. Yeah. And so I, there's nothing to worry about. And so like we've already been through this ruse, and it's like, why are we going through it again? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I feel like even if she did write a note. That they would send it to Winterfell. Well, yeah, no, they it got would... to Winterfell and everything, and Rob took it with him. Well, it could, I mean, I got news for you. I mean, having an art background, I mean, you can trace things. I mean, I'm not saying you can't trace <laughs> things and everything, but <laughs> like, no. Back then, using the I same know. sheet of paper and everything. I know, like, I know. I, I mean, I hear you. I, hear I don't. You. I don't remember Cash. You, you're probably totally right. I just don't remember. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like, there's a whole video on this, and like, they're. I don't want to delve that deep into it, but it was like, there's no way they actually have the actual letter back in Winterfell. Right? Okay. All right. I'll go with that. All right. But, and so like the, the, and part of the thing that made this episode so bad for me is just like, they're taking away everything that they've written back in seasons one and two, and they're making it irrelevant. They're casting away everything that they've worked towards. And it's just like, Why? I wouldn't say everything. I mean, everything. The stuff. small intricacies. They're being are selective like the, with chunks. There's no doubt. I mean, that's a big deal of what the show is, though. To me, at least. I got you. And you know, I mean, that's why I'm very harsh I, on. This are we episode. surprised we didn't even see Bran this episode? 
No, no because like I said, because he can explain everything away. They're saving him for the yeah. final bit. I swear. All right, are we going to get Brand next episode? Yes. Yeah. All right. Let yeah. me ask you this: Is Winterfell going to have a conclusion of this arc next episode? Yes, yeah. definitely. Littlefinger dies next episode. I think. Yeah. It's just you can't show Bran because he explain like then he explains everything, and so that's what makes his character so difficult. As soon as you bring him in, there are no more plot twists. Okay, all right. Well, you I know, just, and like that's what makes him I, such a difficult character. I'm with you. I mean, I think we've got to. If we got 80 minutes the next episode, we've got to have a conclusion at Winterfell. And here's the thing too, what's his name, uh, Raymar Royce or whatever? Yeah. Uh, it, it's uh, something, Royce. Leader of the Vale yeah. Army. Right, right, right. If Bran talks to him and, and says what some of the things that have gone on. Oh, how oh, yeah. about that he pushed the lady into the moon door? Exactly. <laughs> you know, any of these things, if Bran can communicate that to him. If Bran talks to anybody, like the right. show ends. Like you, you might literally get a scene almost just like what happened to Ned, what Littlefinger did to him. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Where... You lead him into a scene thinking that everything is up, going up, and then you walk into a courtyard and you're surrounded by. Okay, does we we've already had a scene where Bran looks at Littlefinger and lets him know he knows something that was said in confidence that no one else heard. Yes, and Littlefinger has done nothing about it, knowing that he has to understand that this guy is the greatest liability to everything he's done. And we've gone how many episodes and Littlefinger has done nothing. Yeah. And that's the thing. Chaos is the ladder is what he said to Littlefinger. No, no to he, oh, Littlefinger to said it to Varys. Yes. in the throne room. Mm-hmm. There's no, you know, weirwood, nothing. weirwood trees in there. You know what I'm saying? So he knows something about Littlefinger that nobody. Did you shouldn't know. No. You know, so it's like, okay, so there's some... He can know anything. Then is what yes. I'm getting at. Yeah, that that, like that statement fast right and there with his power. Like the reason why Jake brings up the weirwood is because he's only supposed to be able to see things that the weirwood trees with their eyes can see. Correct. Within if, proximity. If the, if the weirwood has a face, he, he can, can see, see it. it. Or if there's ravens, he can see with them. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of the thing. But in the show, he just. Sees everything, like right? Tara Joy, yep. No weirwood tree. He sees that too. So it's like, okay, well then, fast and loose. Yep, he could see it. Fast you know and I mean? loose. All right, so we we agree. We've got to have a conclusion to that. Y'all two say that Littlefinger dies next episode. What shall see? Would it be upsetting that Littlefinger and Varys never see each other again? Yes, because they're be disappointed. And or Littlefinger and Tyrion. But who would have the most satisfying? Uh, who is to be the most satisfying person to watch kill Littlefinger? Well, like, I'm trying to think of would we go with a beheading? Because, I mean, that's what it is up in the north. And then who would swing the sword? Yeah, because I hate to tell you, now that Brienne's gone, that's kind of like, mm. I, I, no, Nothing against Sansa, but I don't see her having the strength to chop off someone's head. It goes back to Royce, I guess. <sighs> I mean, <laughs> see, this I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Who's the most satisfying person? killer of Littlefinger. And then it's got to be Arya. Yeah, and that's what I'm thinking. The, the, the top choice has got to be Arya. Does she steal his face and go down to King's Landing? Uh, and that's a way to keep the actor. No, is, that's what I hope happens. I hope Sansa... That's her, that's her Dorian? Sansa comes around and, mm-hmm. said, and tells Arya, kill his ass, steal his face, and let's use it to our advantage. Yeah. And get Sansa on her side. You know what I'm saying? Like... 
Sansa <coughs> is smart. Oh yeah. You know, it's just you gotta, you know, you gotta play it right. Yeah, I mean, there's a way that you said maybe they're talking to Bran off screen and everything. And he's like, look, this is something we can do if you're okay with it, Sansa. Because maybe she still just doesn't want to kill Littlefinger yet. Because as you said, Zach, that she's wanting to know what his grand plan is. And she doesn't want to let him die without fully understanding the ramifications of him dying. Correct. The thing of it is, if Royce doesn't find out about what Littlefinger's past... Yeah. Littlefinger does control the army. So you can't kill Littlefinger because then Sansa does exactly what she does want to do. Loses men. And right? also there's potentially he's had salt and bread. You know, well, you, you can't kill somebody in your own house. Yes, like the phrase and everything pooped all Ari, over. Arya doesn't follow that code. I don't think Arya gives a shit. <laughs> all right, well, you, you just put up a point. Well, let's put it this way. Here's a hypothetical. We, we, Sans and Arya basically leave Littlefinger into a situation where we're like, we're calling bullshit, we know what you're doing, and they kill him, and then you see Littlefinger walk out, and you realize yeah. that Arya is taking his place, and Winterfell, and that's what gives you the lead of how things are going. Yeah. That would be a cool-ass way to wrap up next episode. Exactly. That's what I want. I want him, Arya to be able to come out as Littlefinger and still control the men of the Vale. Mm-hmm. Right. And keep that, that power. I mean, that's important. And but, then just be like, I've got to leave. I have to leave. <laughs> Deuces. Deuces. Got two nine out, boys. You know? And the only thing that would be cool about that is that Bran's right there and he'd be like, bye, are you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah that would be a cool little send-off scene. You know, yeah. that but would be also, sweet. still upset with Sansa trying to play the the knights came out, John didn't win the Battle of the Bastards and stuff. I'm like, no. Sansa, if you would have told John that you had those troops of the Vale... It's a completely different battle. Yeah, it was like it's a game changer. We don't lose half our forces yeah. into a giant pile of dead men. And yes. it's also it was like, oh yeah, <laughs> the nastiest dog pile ever. Yeah. You're conveniently mentioning that you let your little brother die. You were perfectly okay no. with letting him. I'm he just sorry. had to zig instead of zag, and he'd been fine. Yeah, I, there there was so much, and then like I just wanted Ari to be like, hey, remember the phrase? Oh yeah, I murdered them all. Yeah, that, that's why they're no longer a thing. Fifty. <laughs> it was like, oh, you've done so much, Sansa. I killed the phrase, <laughs> and I gave a badass speech. All right, let's get back into the snow area. This is where we get to see the first line of the guys walking again after we've lost two guys to the bear attack. Mm-hmm. Sadly, there's nine people on the line. Okay, but should, but should be eleven based on what Cash said he saw. 13. Well, if he saw, well, we started with ten. Then, then we suddenly we saw a fluff to 13. Yep. Then we have 13. I mean, we have two gone. So technically it could be 11. But then if it wasn't 11, it was a snafu and it was 10, it should be 8. But then we got 9, which is completely different random. Yeah. So <laughs> there, there's no telling how many we had. For all we know, there was one sleeping on the sled and they were dragging him. Um, who knows? But anyway, so they come up there and they hear something. Tormund's like, uh, and they get up there and look. And, of course, like we said last episode, all the dead travel together in this giant horde. But, of course, Game of Thrones, we have one random dispatch that's just small enough that this group can handle with one white leading them. No, one uh, white walker, not white. One white walker with, like, nine or ten whites. But I will say this, though. That's not always the case. The whole army doesn't travel together. We've seen things with the Fist of the First Men... Uh, scouting parties yeah, are exactly. like they're actually you. kind of smart like, you know small I mean? quarrels well the only thing I like about this is it, they made it they see this group coming I almost wish that they had reversed the order of editing like that they had created the fire 
hear something, go up there, and this is a small scouting party that's coming to check out the fire. That would have made a lot of sense. That would have been a better order of appearance when it came to this scene. Instead, we get these guys walking, and suddenly they went down there, created a fire which had ash yes. and half-cooked logs already. Where in the F did they find these trees to make this? Okay, there's thoughts that this could be Benjamin's fire, but Benj doesn't need fire no so <laughs> i'm gonna say no womp womp but that I've, I've heard a few people say that this was the first clue that benjen might be around before he shows up later on i call horse shit on it as i well. call straight horse shit on that um but my thing is passage of time in this episode is throwing out the window very yeah. fast throwing out the window <laughs> what so, time <laughs> you know they see the scouting party they go back yeah. a little ways light a fire Maybe four hours yeah. before that thing gets there. <laughs> They're we playing with like time is a made up concept that we've all done. Yeah, and, we don't uh, know. Yeah. <gasps> as far as we know, at the end of the Game of Thrones, literally series finale, Bran wakes up in his bed. Look, yeah, there's been talks that this is going to be lost, and if it is, I say we all just go to HBO Studios and ride. No, nothing spoiler about that whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, if literally if Bran wakes up in his bed. You know, after being with the pushed. old woman talking about the stories of the yes. Night White Walker. Well, Nan has not been wrong about a single thing yet. Yeah, it's the biggest nightmare I have. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, we we fly out to HBO headquarters and we just riot. We just set the whole place on fire. <laughs> oh, we, we D&D better run. Yeah, <laughs> we wouldn't even make it in time. They would already be burned to the ground. Like, before. They would already have their head on the spike outside HBO. <laughs> like, I will I will clap for D and D for having the balls to double down on that. But how dare they for having yeah. said balls? Whatever. But yeah, like if that happens, I'm done. Okay, so they come down. They look at the fire. The White Walker staring at it a little bit, and all of a sudden, you know, our war party comes out. <laughs> ah, you know, coming at it. Okay. Yeah. Now, speaking of tropes, yes, you don't scream before you attack. No. Yes. You just run in and kill him. Uh, only right. if you don't have the numbers are you screaming. Yeah, yeah that's the only time. All right, I'm going to tell you something else that bothered me right here. I was really upset. That we only had two people with dragon glass weapons. Oh, uh, Jorah is a ninja, right? Jorah now. has two dragon glass, like long knives or daggers, daggers. and <laughs> Tormund has a dragon glass, like homemade axe. That was the only two people who had dragon glass weapons. The rest of them had normal swords. Tormund has a battle axe, mm-hmm. and then a small. Dragon glass axe. <laughs> right. Well, in his main fight scenes, he like he hits that uh, that bear with his axe and gets thrown. Yeah. And then for the rest of the episode, he's got his uh, his dragon glass axe or whatever you want to call it because it's homemade. I mean, it's straight. Looks like a bat with like glass stuck in it. But Thor's and Barrett don't need it because they're they like have flaming swords, swords and so on. But the rest of the guys have got normal steel weapons. Well, and John doesn't need it. Yeah, he's got a Valerian sword. sword. Right. And then, of course, you got Gendry has got the, the Warhammer. Well, I mean, there's no reason for his The Sledgehammer. Yeah. I mean, this is ridiculous. <laughs> so anyway, I was just kind of disappointed that I didn't see more people with like true dragon class. And they know that's the key weapon. Well, they minus didn't really the Valerian have time steel. to shape it into weapons either. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> Jorah was whipping those things around like they were a badass. <laughs> I mean... We saw Jorah in the fighting pits. Not that impressive. No. You know, we saw him a He few... should have had the two hand daggers a long time ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it would have been nice. It, it if would... this was um, Dario, 
and that he would was make using sense. dragon glass it's like oh this is perfect because dario actually did have two little daggers that two daggers actually... that was his weapons so it's like oh jorah nah. yeah <laughs> where's well, your dragon glass you know long sword did, well i mean i don't know maybe he picked up dual daggers because of dario he's like hey maybe this is the way into Danny's I, heart. I thought his fighting was fun to watch it was you know that's one thing about but it we just haven't seen him right we've never this. seen that skill set now he learned a lot member from fighting a dothraki He's like, you're slow, you're an armor. Yeah. He almost died from that. Well, but I mean, that's like... he. But let the, the armor, armor also saved him. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, that was how he was a trained knight. Like, you let your armor take the hits, and then you come back, and then you attack. Right. And so here, he's now all of a sudden... Whatever. Yeah. I like seeing it. You know, right. it's fun. It worked. It looked cool. So, we take out a few of them, and this, this next part pissed me off from Roll, is that there's 10... Uh, whites out there John kills the main white walker mm-hmm. in same very similar fashion as he did the last one like that and they all fall but one yeah and I was like are you effing kidding me man so, well it would have been fine all but one they should just let three still be alive right we only need one you know and then have the hound tear a head off one of them and torment tackle one and right. you know bash it it was awful that they, this one didn't do it yeah that, w- that was just silly Silly writing. Yeah. And here's another thing is too, is that of all of them, when they were, when they were fighting them, they were all CG bones. And when they, when like, when he killed that one, they're all like turned into a pile of bones. This guy has the most flesh and you can tell it's a human (laughs) actor with everything on it. Yeah. You know, which I understand why I get that. I still love how much they abuse this thing. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Kept kicking it in the head. Put it on a dragon spike. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty. There, there's a lot of comedy stuff. thrown in with it. Yeah, and yeah. like the hound rips off his jaw or something, or he's like trying to shut it up, and like yeah, tears. yeah, yeah, just tears his bottom jaw. Yeah, like, just, oh, <laughs> it's like great. And it's still screaming, and I was like, yes, <laughs> right. Well, then of course, well, this guy's squealing before they run top of that alerts the war party from hell. Well, Night's Watch has their horn, mm-hmm. and these guys have screamers. Yes, you know that's the <laughs> scouters. We want the best voices out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone lined up. Who can scream? Yeah. yeah. Definitely part of the party. Uh, yeah. American Idol for the front lines. <laughs> right. All right. So, John looks at Gendry and says, run. Well, Go. apparently, off camera, we had time trials to uh, see who the fastest person was. No, he just looked at the youngest person. Yeah, it was the youngest of the crowd. And, of course, and of course, he needs to survive for whatever reason. We'll find out later. But Blacksmithing is my best bet. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I really am. Um, and so he just tells him, leave it, go, run. Complete BS. Right. Yeah, Tormund takes Sammer's. Yeah. Like, You're faster without You're faster it. faster without this thing. <laughs> and, I mean, like, the only thing missing was white and red Nikes and a red cap. And Running. people cheering down Alabama streets. You know what I mean? I'm just putting it out there. All right. I mean, there was memes galore about, yeah. you know, this is we're, Gidry and Forrest Run. We're going to get into this time distance oh, stuff. This is where it starts Very to get soon. really bad. But Very soon. Even, the island is the key to this. Even before the time and everything, how in the hell does he know how to get back to the wall? They've been walking for God knows how long. I'll just follow the tracks and then you know, see the, oh, the yeah. blizzard out there. Polar bear. No, there's only a blizzard really when you get near the whites, the white walkers and stuff. The okay. rest of it's just snow covered 
Because you see sunlight we, we could, they're wandering I mean, we around. could say that, but then, you know, there was that time when John was out beyond the wall, and uh, he had a captive, and completely lost. I'm just saying. I'm just saying there's it's no not, way. That's not the part that bothers me. That, that's a, <laughs> yeah. It really well, should. <laughs> you know. Okay. Because there's zero way that Gendry knows. All right, so they they throw the, the white on their shoulder and start to run. And I In mean, the opposite like, direction. sprinting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and, and poor... Barracks back there trying to drag <laughs> Thoros around. Yeah, you know, I'm just like, oh man. And of course, what's crazy about that is, is that out of all those eight guys, okay, yeah. should be eight, okay, because in this not scene, eight, but it should be. Eight. It should be eight. All right. As they're running, one gets clipped. Oh yeah. You know, okay, yeah. so one gets we should be over. down to the magnificent seven minus. Gendry. So the Gendry left yeah. though. Yeah. So we should be down to magnificent six. Magnificent six. However, when we get to the island, two more guys two appear and die. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? And Cash is right. They look exactly the same. Yeah. I mean, like, it looks like they died the exact same way as well. Like, I it's think like, they just... evidently, every, uh, what do you call it? Thoros brought them back. Oh, um, yeah. y- y- y'all forgot. We had him there. <laughs> he, while he was drinking on the side, creating the fire four hours ago, you know, <laughs> he, he brought a couple guys back with him, you know? Yeah, no, this is. Uh... This is ridiculous. This yeah. is the cameo I would have liked. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd like to play all seven men that died. <laughs> yeah, uh, dress me differently. I'll be all right. Yeah. I had the same beard and same hair, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, we get to uh, a giant. Again. We get to a giant lake. Right. Okay. So they're running. Okay. They get to. It, they realize we're. Yeah. We can't just stay here. Hold on, though. This is my biggest BS moment of the episode. Oh no 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 no! no, no, no. I'll, I'll trump it later. Trust me. Uh, I mean, other than the fucking chains. We'll get there. <laughs> um, but they step, all eight of them, yes. step onto the ice. the ice, and it immediately starts splitting. Yeah. Yes. Not, no, this thing has been so cold for so long. And they're like, don't move. <laughs> and they're like, oh, screw it. we got to run. Yeah. So they start running. And it holds. As soon as a hundred whites <laughs> stepped onto this thing, it should have just collapsed. Right. Instead of going another 50 yards before it finally folds. Yeah. It was horseshit. Oh, yeah. it was awful. Well, the fact that it cracked at first is horseshit, in my opinion. But uh, I agree. No, I agree. It should have been like four foot of ice. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, no, that's crap. It it, should, it's I mean, absolute they, dog shit. They yeah. could have been playing some hockey on this bad Oh, boy. yeah. Like, Easy. Oh. Um, and so when they do start running, they are in full gout, and the dead are outrunning them. Oh, like it's oh, like you saying bolts going yeah. around the lake the opposite uh, way. They should outrun them. We've seen those things run in the cave. They move like ants. But then we also have that problem of how have they not reached the wall yet? Like we see how fast they are. Once, once again, <laughs> once again, you're just confused. <laughs> they're 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 making the leisure route. Okay, the leisure route. They don't like going up yeah. on the hills. Have y'all seen the <laughs> scenic route? Have y'all seen the map of how much John has traveled? Oh yes, oh, I literally. saw that guy. That guy created that map. It's hilarious. Yeah. And then they do a White Walker straight line. Yeah. And it's just like they've gone this far. Yeah. <laughs> John's gone back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> yeah, okay. So yeah, then, they run to the island. Yeah. Complete circle. Okay, I'm okay with that. Right. Surrounded. I actually thought it was cool that they're, you know, clip, out strategy. clipping them yeah. all the way around. So they're flanking them. You know, I was like, cool. They are screwed. Yeah. Now that the water has sunk in around them too, they're double screwed. You can't get past them now. No. No. Cool. I, it was a cool shot to see all of them fall in the water. I thought okay, that was pretty yeah. neat. 
you know, again, I just hate that we had like half inch ice right there where they all these guys ran across it just fine, you know, and then the rest of them falter. <laughs> but anyway, when they stepped on the bank ice and it all just shatters underneath their feet. Okay. As soon as all these guys step on the ice, that thing ought to just cave in. Oh, yeah. You know, it just it be shouldn't awful. Have, it shouldn't have a small section that folds in and the rest of the thousands on the, on the ice that they <laughs> ran across should be okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, the whole lake should be in, in manure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but they get to the island. I think, you know what? This is a badass set piece. It is. It is. It is. You know, you think about all the CG and then the extras that they use to fill in gaps and stuff. And I was like, man, this is super wicked badass. But we already knew this plan was so stupid from yes. the get, Joe. <laughs> you know, so we're just like, now yeah. what? I do yeah. want to pat myself on the back for predicting that a rescue party was going to have to come in and take care of this business, as well as I predicted, uh, you know, Benjamin coming in. So, I mean, I'm just going to put it out there, you know. It's like saying, yeah, uh, I'm glad I predicted they are going to kick a field goal as the clock was expiring. <laughs> good, good job. Yeah, okay. <laughs> good, I, I, glad you went out on a limb for Look, I didn't one. tear my rotator cuff patting <laughs> my shoulder. He's going to make this extra point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You wait. You wait. You'll see. After, after this time. Blow it out your ass. I don't want to hear it. Okay. But anyway, you're right. They're all sitting there. Now, I, lo- I did like that they're all just staring and standing there. You know, I thought that was kind of neat. It was like they're all standing with their swords and ready and like that. And we had that wait game. But they needed the waiting game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Have, have, any, have either one of y'all ever seen the video of the the dean, I believe it is? It's a woman at a university, and she leaves her home, and there's all the students outside. Have you ever seen this? Mm-mm. No. And they're absolutely silent, but they are—they have flooded the street, her yard, the sidewalk, everything. She has to walk through a just simple path that they leave for her to get to her car. This sounds terrifying. And they're absolutely silent. I mean, Oof. you couldn't hear a—you could hear a pin drop easy, and they're just all just staring at her because she did some shady shit. About some stuff that was going on on campus. Wow, that sounds like the most terrifying. Thing. Uh, yeah, no. If you get a chance, watch it. It is. What's it called? Just the like... best protest I have ever seen. Is it on I YouTube mean, or? Oh yeah, it's all over the internet. So you just type in like president or dean. It's or... yeah, it's like university dean leaves silent protest outside, something like okay. that. Oh okay. my god, it is mortifying. We'll Dude. post it for all y'all fans. Oh out my there. lord, we got you. So, yeah, she's. I think I have out. something running down my leg as I walk yeah. out. And it's just <laughs> silent, and all it is is the little path that you know from the front of her house, sidewalk to the edge of the road where her car is, and it's just flooded with wow. students, and they're just like, dead. Silent. Wow. That, I mean, sp- silence was deafening. Put it that way, it's nuts. Oof. Oh, I got chills. Yeah, no, it's so wicked. Uh, but that this scene reminded yeah. me of it. You know, they're dead. They're not speaking. Even the White Walkers don't speak. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, I just like, man, this is just so eerie. Oof. No, it was a fantastic, it was perfectly done. And then we get Gendry finally making it to yeah, the wall. Uh, how about that he makes it like 17 feet from the door and collapses? I mean, are we are we to say that That's he That's how it happens. Hey, we need Armand Davos to come out and make a... A big not, bold yeah. statement. Yeah, Davos needed to... Get me a raven! Get me a raven! Which I'm not sure, like why that maybe the Raven was preset and like we're just kind of oh, saying no, he was uh, he was actually on the landing strip fueling up. No, yeah. he, was saying, <laughs> he was saying we have to send a Raven, and Davos screamed, "Get me the Maester." Yeah. 
So, okay. Right. Well, the maester was fueling up the uh, raven. Yes. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> we got a hot shot in this one right here. Ten, nine, eight. We see him, like his wings are bringing the goggles down. Yeah, right. you got the guys with the orange coming out there, yeah. moving it this way. Clear, clear. There it is. The need for speed. <laughs> give me fuel, give me fire. Give me <laughs> yeah, this ain't goose. It's raven. <laughs> Fuck goose. I'm raven. <laughs> All right, there it is. <laughs> oh. All right, so. <laughs> So by this time, we realized we were on the island, and we've been there a long effing time because we're all pretty close and cuddled, and Hound's like leaned his head on John. Okay. So somebody did the math, all right? <laughs> okay. Of how you fast know, everything had to fly? A bird flies. Oh, yeah. As a, as a crow flies. <laughs> as the crow flies? To Dragonstone, right? Four days is what they're saying it would take to get there, get back. Get there, yeah. and then Danny to get back with the dragon. Well, for Danny to get back flying, she right. would have to fly to get there in six hours, four hundred and eighty miles per hour. It's two thousand miles. Yeah, yeah, it would peel her skin right off her face. <laughs> <laughs> I would tell you, her hair would not be perfect. Yeah, it would be all frizzed. You know, I'm just saying. Okay, so like, the, the guy she, did the math. Yeah, is what I'm saying. And he was saying four days would have need to have passed at minimum. For Danny to be able to get back and save them, right? Mm-hmm. All we saw was one night yes. passage of time. But they were trying to show you that they were there for a long time. Right. You but, know, the funny thing is, is you know this episode, I it just dawned on me, and I wrote it in my notes, and I'm like that, is that back with Sansa, she looks at Brianna and goes, it's a real long journey to King's Landing, yeah. you know, um, especially not on these on. summer roads and da 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 da. I'm like, not 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 on these carriages, baby. Like I would have just been if I'm Brienne, I'd be like, yeah, let me just get Littlefinger's carriage. Like yeah, I'll really. be there. Boom, we got this <laughs> uh, by lunch. Yeah. <laughs> you ever seen that bullet train that uh, Littlefinger rides? <laughs> This shit is nice. <laughs> right by the fingers. He, heated seats. Like, good to go. Let me introduce you to Sir Elon Musk. He, uh, he's a bad motherfucker. Oh, so anyway. All right. So you say four days for return yeah, four travel. Four days. They don't show four days, obviously. Mm, yeah. But that was their attempt at showing y'all that they've been here a while. Okay. And the fact that... Thoros is dead. Thoros freezes to death, dies, whatever. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, I think you're willing to give it two days. I don't know. But it's still a long time to live in that cold. No, I'm just saying it's still a long time just for the dead to stand there. Yeah. And the Night King just be like... Well, and as we find out for the Night King, not to just throw a random javelin, you know? But let, let me test one of these javelins out real quick. And, uh, easy, easy. You know, stationary targets. Let me work yeah, on my now, practice. To me, Thoros dies. They couldn't have been out there six hours freezing their bum. I mean, I know they made it look like that. Maybe I give them an overnight. But well, I mean, no, after, there was an overnight. They show yeah. it overnight. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I mean, but. Well, I mean, as soon as he wakes up, you got a little heat. You know, you got a little meat. Like, I mean, there's a lot of good things going on here. <laughs> hey, hey y'all, hold on, guys. We're gonna cook a little bit. Hey, you know, get your flame, get well, your flame lit sword going again. <laughs> Save his liver. We'll all be fucked up on that bad boy. 
liver. Yeah. Dibs. Dibs. I will murder anybody for that liver. <laughs> All right. So it was sad to see Thoros die. You know, I hate to see that. They picked the one character that could die... That we all like. No one hates Thoros. No. no. We all like Thoros, but none of us are devastated he's gone. Well, of of the Magnificent Seven, he was the most important. I agree. The most expendable. He yeah. brings people back to life. That's nah, what that, sh- that, that ship has sailed. Okay. Yeah, because he's dead. But, <laughs> but it's set up for Beric to now... Sacrifice himself for somebody. It is, and which we said, which we thought was going to happen, which it didn't. But because we were also fighting cash, we thought that five of the seven were going to die. That lame ass episode. <laughs> well, here's my thing. This this show, you failed. The, the book is built off of losing people you care about, and that's what makes it special. And not having people die. It's fan service. It's but a my, trope. Like, but my I mean, thing is, they didn't play on a tropey version of it this episode. I felt like I had legitimate fear for every living person in this episode. I did not at any point in time. Even John, when he goes berserker mode and goes in the water and all that stuff, I was like, not that he was going to die, but that he was going to be put out of commission for a while. You know what I'm saying? We don't but have enough time. Tormund like, getting drug all those times. I was like, did that kill Tormund? He's just as inconsequential. And he should have died. inconsequential than Thoros was. Yeah. And so you have, like, go through with it. Like, yes, I, I would be super sad if he's not on the show and everything. Like, I'm with everybody on that. But I can't. He has to see Brienne. He no. Like, he has to. That's because we want him <laughs> that's to. Like, fan I mean, that, service. Yeah, that's fan service. Like you have. I'm a fan. I was I really surprised. Serviced. I was really surprised when they're sitting there and the. Of course, for, no, before we even get to when they're fighting, the hound throwing his pebbles out there. Okay. Pebbles. These were boulders. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The first one yeah. was a nice river rock. <laughs> it's um, hilarious, dude. To take his jaw off. And he's like, "Stupid bastard." <laughs> and did y'all see the memes? Uh-uh. Uh, there was a memes where like it hits it like that and like it shows like pop up views of everybody around the guy like how fucking rude man Jerry no come on you know, and then at the top of it goes everybody has that one jackass friend that throws the extra rock <laughs> <laughs> okay so the second rock is bigger clunkier it was bigger but it, I gotta admit, I was fucking so stupid. I didn't realize that all it did was show that you could walk. Yeah, the whites that it's frozen back over. Oh yeah, I was like, oh. I was like, oh, he just missed with the bigger rock. Oh duh, <laughs> duh, motherfucker. I mean, I was just so stupid. But uh, no, like, I mean, we're right. One rock equates into a couple thousand whites' weight, so should be good to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they did stop right on the outside yeah. of where the. Ice broke. No, I mean, they didn't. And the fact that he threw it and it landed right there and didn't break. I mean, it was a good. Yeah. But I mean. (laughs) And and the thing is, they started walking him out. Remember? They were slowly. But like my thing is. They were testing it. Yeah. You know, a night equates into a couple months of a frozen tundra. Like it's automatically stronger than what it had been. Yeah, we've already already proven the frozen lake is absolute horseshit. But here's the thing, too, though. If a White Walker or the Night's King is around, he brings, you know, ungodly cold with him. Remember? 
Like when you see him, yeah. he brings yeah. a like everything freezes around him and very. True. I, I, I guess we could go that route. You know, that makes it a little more plausible, right? Okay. But they just didn't show that. No. I, I agree. They should have shown it because if they did, then our heroes on the rock are all frozen to death. I think they wanted the scene of making it humorous of throwing the rocks. Yes. Oh no, I appreciate. I appreciate yeah. it. I just you know the logic behind it just right completely exactly. false. All right, so they burn Thoros's body. We throw the rocks, and, you know, and it's oh hell, <laughs> you know what I mean. And then we get an incredible fight scene. It really was. It really, really was. And this is what I was going to tell y'all is that I thought it was really cool. I, you know, like I thought it was awesome. The Hound uses the Warhammer and crushes the skull of one of them and goes off in, and, and then, then it comes it, back. It up. comes back up with the skull dented in, and I thought but it that has was too. You have to see yeah. that that doesn't kill these things. And Okay, but that right there gave me a problem with everybody else dying. It was like they're over there knocking and killing and doing all this stuff, and they're creating a pile. All these, but he does this one, and it comes back. And so, what about the ones they've been chopping and cutting and well, they're just laying there dead? Their feet. Kills dies. Everyone that John kills dies. Everyone that Jorah kills, kills dies. dies. So but, I mean, like <clears throat> it's just torment. but Torment's hitting people with a a dragon glass axe, and he event well Torment just. Gets over the only one who doesn't have a weapon that actually kills on contact is the Hound. I don't think any of his kill- died on contact, though. Because he ditches the Warhammer he for something else. Yeah, he kind of brute forces them. Yeah. He's the one creating piles of limbs and stuff I like that. Really, I was really, really surprised that during this scene, we didn't have at least one guy. Like, they're fighting, fighting. All of a sudden, you see a blade go through him. You know, like... Uh, you we know, did. It but, was randoms. But who... That's I'm just saying, thing. like, that would have been, like, a complete shock. You know? I'm oh, I being, agree. I'm just being with you. I mean, I, <laughs> as much as I hate to say it, I really expected to see Jorah, like, doing something and then turn at John and come back and all of a sudden a blade just come through his chest and he's just, you know, and it's all she wrote and then they're continuing to fight. And that is what, like, brings on John, like, all is lost and turn around and see that there's almost no hope and John, that kind of stuff. John's turning, just looking at everything. I was like, "Oh man, yeah, I'm like, we're fucked." <laughs> John saw the, you know, no name tag, yeah. fall into a pile, <laughs> and then he was her the uncredited <laughs> role of the what man who's awesome, eaten. You don't even have a name tag. Oh, you're, you're dead for do? sure. <laughs> um, but that dude dies horrifically. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's gruesome. They, they pull him apart, nasty. <laughs> And then he got it again, and I was like, oh, God, a second time. But my thing is, why do they pull him apart? Why not just simply kill him and let him come back from the yeah, dead? Yeah, I mean, they're not zombies. They're not trying to yeah, eat him. They're sitting in the walking yeah. dead. They don't eat this. And, like, guys. blood was actually, like, squirting to someone. Oh, no, this guy was, like, burst like a water balloon. It was disgusting. <laughs> you know, I was like, this dude was a pinata. Oh, <laughs> just, just burst with candy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just, I don't understand why they aggressively murder. Tormund, you know, they're going to drag into the water. They weren't physically trying to kill him. No. Mm-hmm. You know, like ripping his head off or anything like that. They were, like, literally trying to pull him in. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. And it was great. Like, pull Tormund's ass out of there. We got Tormund screaming help, and I was like, legitimately, who's going to be able to help you? Like, everyone's fighting eight people. Oh, yeah, no, there was nothing. Yeah. Mm-mm. And yeah. then the get- hound, with, as you said, his non- <laughs> non-lethal weapon. His non-lethal weapon. Uh, Goes and saves his ass. Yeah, I mean, like I said, there was as cool and as awesome as all this was, and how you felt like it was such a desperate and dire situation. Some of it was just so unpl- you know, so implausible. And 
But, you know, the rule of cool took over. You yeah. know? Oh, my God, and, definitely. Well, it immediately yeah. took over as three dragons come swooping in, spitting fire all <laughs> yes. over the place. <laughs> okay, this, to me, feels like it would be... But, like, I knew this was going to happen the whole... Like, as soon as we hit this island, I was like, cool, we have dragons coming to save us. But, no, I'm talking about, though, if you're a CG guy... Yes. And they're like, yeah, we need you to not only burn, like, bodies like we, we know you can do... But you have to make it look like it's burning a body and leaving a track through an ice lake mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It needs to look really real. And I'm like, Jesus, this was so badass looking. Like, <laughs> I, like they reinvented CGI with these scenes. Like, I, mean, I mean, this these, hasn't even come close to being done before. The, the lake is bursting. The bodies are bursting. Everything is so cool, like, As man. you said, we have fire cutting through ice. Yeah. And like we're watching, like it's not like, oh, imagine. No, we see it. It's like a laser beam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, what it seems like. But not just a light, because we see like the individual like heat waves and like different things coming out of the fire. It's like, I, I don't know if we'll ever see anything like it. No, I mean, I never have seen anything yeah, like that. Yeah, that's no, for sure. No. Well, you know what? A movie that never gets enough credit for how awesome their dragon, Rain of Fire. Yo. Their dragons and their fire and stuff like that was utterly amazing. That was just an underrated movie. Just underrated. And people don't think about it. No, I mean, Christian Bale. Ball, ball-headed Matt. McConaughey. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying, remember when they're yeah. in like, you see that one where he's like flapping outside the turret of that castle and hitting it with the flame? That is amazing. Yes. Yep. And honestly, and that, the... Was uh, it, 10 years ago? Yeah, it's no, old. It was a lot longer than that. Uh, Maybe uh, feel. I mean, I feel like I was... Whatever. Like, whatever. Yeah. I'm just saying, we didn't see anything that good after. No. Not Smaug, you know, in the uh, Hobbit series. How dare you? He didn't look as good as Rain of Fire. And we mm. haven't seen anything as good as Rain of Fire until now mm-hmm. with these, you know, with Drogon and them. I'm I agree. Just like, I agree. Man, superb work. But then also we have the problem. The only problem I had with this scene was just, why not aim for the Night King? <sighs> Like I think it was more about rescue. Yeah, I think it was more about creating like, a perimeter where they are. They were their goal was to get a, a live one out, not to win the war. That, that's a terrible. That, I'm just telling you. But see, you have to understand. I don't like only the people that were stranded on the island knew if you killed the White King that they all go. That's fine. Danny didn't. I mean, that's fine. But as but soon then as she John, lands, it's like, hey. But see, they were all like, "Get the f out of here, man!" You know, run, get the hell out get of here. here, go, run, get to the chopper. You know, I mean, it's instead of get yeah. to Drogon. You know, whatever you want to call it. I mean, they didn't have time for that. And then, of course, John, you know, like, evidently, he needed six more kills for his level up. Just went down whoa, there. Whoa, he, he was, having, you know, he was having a competition. You know, with like listen, it was like, whoa, yeah, really, whoa. six more. I get my next level. I power up. You know, Gimli. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, yeah. Okay, so what at what point did John go insane? It was after Viserion went down. Was it? Yeah, because he was like, okay, oh, yeah, like he was vulnerable. He was knocking the whites away so people could get on yeah. to the Drogon. And he was then, sacrificing himself so everybody could else make and it And so out, then and the Night King off. pulls out the javelin as well as he put his gold medal down out of the way so it wasn't his way. Why were you getting yes. ready to throw? Well, We've seen all the memes. Brazil games. Yes. Yeah, the Brazil games. Anyway. And so he throws, and of course hits. Um, well, at first, like he has his hand wave. Okay, so there's a website called The Ringer, and they actually awesome. interviewed was- the uh, a three time gold medalist javelin winner on the Night King's form and everything. <laughs> and uh, his approach 
like his stance was good, like keeping it close to the ear. Oh my Jesus! <laughs> All actually pretty legit. After that, they want him tested for PEDs. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay, but here's my thing, and a lot of people are calling bullshit on this. Danny and f- five of the six. Yes. Of your main enemies are all sitting on Drogon, including the one white that you don't need to go. Yes. Because we didn't talk about that, but the whites are all trying to drag that white away from him. Mm-hmm. Correct. You know what I mean? During the fight and stuff like that. And the hound's constantly trying yeah. to bring it back. That one no-name guy dies when he's trying, dragging yeah, it. pulling it back. And he gets pulled. So it's like, he pulls that spear back. Drogon's just sitting there. Yeah. He's doing, flaming the, per- the perimeter. Closer. Closer, and Danny's there. You who know is riding yeah. the dragon. He then just turns and goes well, to Viserion. What, what do you call it? The the as you're watching him, all of a sudden Viserion appears in the sh- in the camera shot behind Drogon. Exactly, and then he decides to take an aerial shot of instead of a <laughs> stationary shot. He's like, well, if you're a sniper, you've made a terrible error. <laughs> yes, you know. And so I was like, man, that is kind of bullshit. I mean, you talk about. Why aren't they killing the Night King? They could end the war. Yeah, he could have ended the war. You Very know what I'm well saying? true. Yeah, he could have ended well, all of them. And I mean, John, of course, is dead after that. I mean, he he could have ended it before that by you know when they're all just sitting there, just sort of throwing javelins as they're all laying on the <laughs> island. But you know, <laughs> duck. <laughs> I'm just saying the best opportunity yes. showed up. Right, where he had them all just on a pile like a platter, many birds with one stone. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. There's no doubt. So, when he kills Viserion, first off... Coolest thing I've ever seen. Most devastating death of Game of Thrones? This season? <laughs> Dude, well, did, no, y'all, did y'all watch no, that? On the, on the whole entire show. Yeah. All, all <laughs> I'm saying is... Dude, people trailer. were crying their eyes out. Like, if you ever yeah. watch those YouTube videos where, like, people's reaction to the show? Yeah. People were just, like, dudes were going... <laughs> trying to hold back the tears and the all this CG stuff. dragon yeah. just made me lose my, you know, my tears. Have y'all seen the Trump memes with this? Worst trade in history. <laughs> One white for dragon. <laughs> Worst trade in history. Like, they've got his book, Art of the Deal. <laughs> just, like, everything going crazy with it. And I was just uh, like... Yeah. No, well I mean, well no, the best memes were, you know, the, the Night King for the Javelin and, you know... Uh, Gendry for the track and field. Oh, this you know, is the, I mean, the, the, you have the the Westeros, you know, track and field team. I mean, it's just the, the, the wearing it out, boy. <laughs> All right, so this spear hits Viserys as he's exhaling. Viseron. Viseron, sorry. Um, you know, he's breathing fire, mm-hmm. and like it penetrates and causes yeah, flames like to come out combustion. of him. You know, yeah, and his blood even looks like it's kind of lava-ish and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I don't know if that's the spear that made it do that, but it it was brutal, unbelievably well done. First yes, off, I, you hear Drogon scream, crying. Rhaegal. You hear Rhaegal tries to follow him down mm-hmm. and like see if he's okay, and then he has to bail out and stuff. It's like it was devastating. Man, they made this tough. This is like the end of King Kong, and right? Then, <laughs> and just see it land, and its eyes be dead and cold, and then slowly go off into the lake, and the, the head's the last one to come. Yeah, and then Daenerys oh, is it, just it like... It drags for a while before yeah. his eyes finally close. You're like watching him. He's just like... Uh, he closes his eyes, and he tips I was in. hurting. Like I was like, man, this is... It was tough, is, man. Was, it was brutal. I was like... over there like... I was sitting there chopping onions, not knowing what was going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but then John turns into beast mode right after that. That look he has. Yes. <laughs> Come at me, bro. <laughs> yes. I thought he was going to charge the Night King at that point. I was well, like, I think he was looking uh, at him like he was. That's the plan. And it wasn't until 
you know, he pulls another spear. Yeah. Gets some spear again. He's like, fuck, ah, never mind. <laughs> Go! <laughs> Run! He's like, you brought two? Like, uh... <laughs> yeah, man. And that's the thing, too. You're the Night King's left-hand man. So oh, yeah. Just hand me those spears off to my horse there, if you wouldn't mind. It was, <laughs> it was like, like a knight's tale. Where it was like everyone's yeah. like getting around him. It's like, oh, here you go. Uh, yeah, don't, don't, don't trade yourself. I like this stuff. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, John going berserker, it was in a way kind of silly. Cause it, it made sense, though. I mean, that's his character. Like He's going to sacrifice himself so everyone else can live. And that's ultimately what he, he was making sure they could take off. They could get on Drogon. And but they could get out. Do we need more like heroic moments for John? Like, no. We already know that he's willing to die for the cause. Well, but part, here's the thing: was when he came back to life, they said you're going to see not necessarily John anymore, but a more reckless person, somebody who like he's not going to be John, and there's going to be parts missing and everything. And I think that's what this was trying to portray. I don't. Know, I just think I think you think it's his character. Yeah, I felt like they were just giving him another. I thought this was him. like him going after Ramsey after he realized that you know. I mean, that's just his character. I think it's just part of the dark side. Like I need to kill things that of coming back to life. I mean, because it, it could have something to do with it. Because Barracks talked about how you lose parts of yourself mm-hmm. every time you come back. Some of you goes away, um, but we don't know that. We don't know what the extent of that's going to be. If you win the war, what happens to John? Does he just drop dead? No. He makes babies with Daenerys. Like, I mean, that's obviously what happens with the war. Well, we're Challenge talk- accepted. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, too. <laughs> yeah. I can't have children. Challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah. All right. So suddenly John breaks through the ice. Magical spot that was weak. Okay. All right. And they fall through the ice. He's under. They're all upset. Drogon and fly off. The spear misses by a mere couple feet. Mm-hmm. And so on. And so that's what it, they, everybody's left. It's, it's all she wrote. Everybody's upset, sad. We're all misty, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, John comes out of the water and grabs Long Call that well, happens to be sitting Not, right not only that, the he's underwater long enough for the Night King and all the Whites to leave. They this, was like, this was like watching Jamie and Braun show up after their battle. Oh, you know, because like Jamie was under 27 minutes later, they came up after... You know, yes, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> they swam the Mississippi and yes. they got away from. So they come out. He comes out of the frozen lake. You know, <gasps> of course, good. And he. This is a scene where everybody went supposedly bananas on online. I'm like bull crap. Where long claws, pommel hand, eye supposedly opens and closes. Yeah. Did you uh, not hear about this? No. Okay, yes. so no, like, no, what People have is, screenshots of it where the eye, a snowflake lands on it, looks like an eye, and it disappears like it blinked or something. No, like, what happened was it was like his glove, like, shadows the eye and stuff, and, like, it made the eye look like it opens up. And it's really cool. No lie. No, like, I it mean. It went ablaze across the internet. And I was like, it's you one guys cool, got too much fucking time on your hands. It's one of the hands. coolest screenshots I've ever seen. Like, I'll, I'll send it to you so you can see it. Okay. But yeah, the director came the out. Yeah, no. The director came out and was like, look, it just happened to be a cool se- scene. Like, we didn't catch it. Happy accident. Or anything. Yeah, yeah, it was a happy accident. It has nothing to do with the show. <laughs> no. But, it's, like. His sword's not like. People were speculating that Bran was warging the sword. It, like, Jesus. <laughs> Now it's working inanimate objects. Yes, exactly. I'm going to be this fire hydrant today. <laughs> I like to be pissed on by dogs. 
Ghost, come over here. <laughs> yeah. Let me oh, be yeah. Brienne Saddle. Okay. Today. So here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Good night. It's Toy TV. Hey, hey, man. Let me in on this. Brienne Saddle. <laughs> that, you're wrong for that, man. <laughs> oh, God. All right. The carpet matches the drapes. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> We're going to move forward now, girls. <laughs> the dick matches the. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. <sighs> okay. <laughs> All right. How long? <laughs> Get off your horse. Anyway, how long? John just comes out of this. We're in the blistering cold. Realistically, how long does my man actually able to stand up, move, or anything after getting out of this water? I mean, hyperthermia takes actually a little bit of time to kick in and everything, especially okay. once you start right, moving. I've watched Alaskan Crab, okay, the show, and stuff like that. And they say, even if you have one of those suits on, you have six minutes. Okay, well, here's, here's where I'm going to get minutes. into. Okay. I mean. Okay. I don't care how much damn wolf fur he had on him. All right, well. I want to get to another theory that I'm hearing. Okay. Pretty often now about John. Same thing about Beric, which doesn't necessarily jive together, but considering he's already dead. Can John die from freezing to death in that water? Yeah, I mean he's still got blood running in his veins and everything. I, I agree with you, but the theory is that John is a white, basically. No, they're different nah. things. And I agree with you, but they're saying that something's wrong with John. Because here's the question: Why did John's wounds on his chest look so bad? You know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. when they un, you know undo his shirt and stuff like that. Yeah. They look like fresh wounds. They do look fresh on his body. If you pull Beric Dondarrion's shirt off, his shoulder is reattached. Yes, he's obviously reattached. Yeah, it's 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 obviously healed. <laughs> exactly. But John looks, looks like, like he still has a zombie. Him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, those things are like up off of his body. Yeah, like it has higher surface on them. Which makes me wonder what what I'm talking about is if the war ends, does John just die? I don't think so. Because Lord of the Light saves him, right? Mm-hmm. The red comet, that's supposed to be the beginning of magic coming back. Dragons come back, White Walkers come back, all that stuff. If that's Grey Comet finishes its past beyond the whatever Earth this is or whatever, mm-hmm. and. Night King's dead, or whatever the case may be. What's John's purpose after that? You know what I mean? Like, you live in Barrack's right. You were brought back for a reason, just yeah. like he was. I mean, I don't, then that means Ghost dies. I mean, I, I know no one knows who Ghost is at this point because we haven't seen him, but I mean, dire wolves were taken off the land too. Like, do the dragons die? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's the that's the that's the question. I'm just saying, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, no, I see what you're saying, but like, I just. They lay John down and pry his clothes off of him. Yes. Yeah, it's like it's snap, crackling, and popping as it, it comes which off. Which is of, awesome, by yeah. the way, when they do it. Mm. I'm just saying, I think something's wrong with John. Well, yeah, something's definitely wrong with John, but like, I don't think <laughs> He's got that. seven holes in his chest, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but why do the holes look like that? I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm totally with you on just that. To show it, just so Danny can see it and understand that he did die. Like, I mean, I think it was just to put emphasis on it for her. Beric shows you his scars mm-hmm. in that scene with the hound, remember? Yeah. You see this noose around his neck mark, the uh, spear through his chest mark, all that stuff. They're scars. 
John has gaping wounds on his body. Well, before, and I think it was just the pain emphasis. Okay. Before we even get to this, we, we completely went over. You I'm know, not going over. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we forgot that John gets basically rescued from Benjamin, who shows up. Cool ass scene, though, of the horse oh. coming through with the whipping fire. Yeah, seeing that uh, flail again or the fire yeah. mace, whatever it is. I had totally forgotten that he, that's what he toted. Coolest weapon in, in Dude, this entire Especially series. when you had like the misty, like all you could see is it. Barely yeah. going through. I thought that was oh, sick, which sick. Is awesome. And some motherfucker who's just amazing animator, I guess, created just this simple gif of cartoon skeletons mm-hmm. and a guy just tramp, you know, <laughs> prancing around and just spinning a flail and it's just knocking their heads off. He done it in like thirty seconds after the scene. I swear. Wow. Only thing I think of is he watched the leaked episode. Yeah, you know, and yeah. started working on it all day, but Bastard. didn't. Didn't release it because I was following Twitter Live. Didn't release it until Bravo. I mean, good for him. Yeah, but it was amazing. Well done. But and so there's a huge theory that Brand called Benjen. And there's no evidence. No evidence of that. Well, back when Benjen saved Brand, he said the Three Eye Raven called me, and Mira said the Three Eye Raven's dead. He's like Brand's the Three Eyed Raven. And so the theory uh, is he can do it subconsciously. My thing is, uh, the, the Benjamin thing pissed me off. I was cool no. as that scene was. Yes, he throws him no on sense. the horse and stays and dies two seconds later. Only kills one more before they overtake him. It yeah. was like bullshit. I was like, what? This is Rose on the door on the Titanic. Yeah, <laughs> move your big ass yeah. over. Yeah. Jack can get on there with you. Yeah. Well, there's still the problem with he can't get through the wall. And Who so he gives a flying? Gives I a give shit. you a ride. I'm going back. <laughs> he could be the gatekeeper for all I care. <laughs> he just stand there and wait for Gendry to run. I think this was a waste. I mean, like for him to say I've got more to do and da 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 da, only to come back to save John and die immediately. Well, there's also the theory that weighs down the horse. They don't outrun him anymore. Like, I mean, th- there's not a good blah, reason. Blah, yeah. blah. I mean, I'm just saying. Ugh. There's not a great reason for why Benjamin didn't get on the horse, but well, it just sucks because it would have been cool to have a conversation with Benjamin and John. Yes, there's a lot that yes. Benjamin could have told him. There's... Just Benjamin saying "I'm proud of you" would have been amazing. Yeah. You know, what I mean, just Benjamin was the one that told him about the honor of the Night's Watch. Yes, mm-hmm. he decided to join him, went with him, and stuff like that. I mean, it was just like er- he taught him how to be a man. Or I would have much preferred him being like man. You look like Liana, instead of Thor saying Thor saying you don't or Barrick saying you don't look like your dad or anything like yeah. coming from Benjen, like that conversation would, would have carried more weight. Yes, I got you. I got you. Okay, so yeah, Benjen was a total loss. So Danny's waiting on the top of the wall for no reason. <laughs> yeah, zero <laughs> reason. Me, I'm the same. Like, you know, at first I thought she was just up there mourning. Yeah, you know what I mean because. Because they're you know the dragons are up there wailing and she's there and uh, well the dragons are calling to Sarah, Sarah yeah. yeah you know I mean trying to see if it's alive <laughs> um but I mean you don't know I mean, you think that's your children you're gonna hold out hope you know what I mean yeah and it was good that you know somebody tells her hey we can't wait any longer we must go. But, I mean, she wasn't waiting on Viserion. She was waiting on John. She was waiting on and John. so it was just like... No, she was waiting on Viserion. John was no, the I, happy... I mean, I was watching. No, I was like, we're waiting to see if John yeah. comes back. Uh, 
no way. Oh yeah, I'm totally. No way. Oh yeah, you yeah. you. You're on an island, my friend. Y'all are on a lost island. Just some <laughs> horse shit island. Uh, did you see her legs when John came out? Oh, like, here we go. A, we're on the correct side here. Yes. Jesus, did she reflood the wall? <laughs> oh, how do you? The wall got thicker yeah, right there. The wall got you know thicker. I mean? at that point. <laughs> got itself a mucus membrane. <laughs> <didn't it? laughs> Anyway, she so was, yeah, she was. They, like, oh, he God. shows up on the horse. They pry him off of it. They put him in that bed. <laughs> like you said, cool ass scene of them uncrackling the clothes off. Oh of yeah, him. it's awesome, dude. I'm gonna tell you this whole time. I was sitting there with my wife. I was like, we're so gonna get the uh, what was that movie that? Um, oh God, you know, Elizabeth Shue and um, was a guy was a. The, the Saint. Saint. The Saint, yeah. Where Val Kilmer. Yeah, Val Kilmer. Yeah, Body Heat, baby. Body Heat, baby. I was, I was like, if she got some kind of like, you know, Targaryen gap, you know, <laughs> lingerie and just gonna hop on top to warm Danny's him up. secret. <laughs> Dan- yeah. Yeah I, yeah, I don't know uh, about all that. No. I I thought this was done extremely well. Yes. With her, her you know, him and Danny. Yeah. And, and I'm glad she pulled back at the end. Because I don't want it to be that easy, you know what I mean? True. Yeah, but we get there the, was everybody and their brother was getting gushy, hoping something was going to go down. Oh yeah, there's two gorgeous human beings staring at each other with you know dogs' eyes. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like. But then we get the awkward God. moment of he calls her Danny. She's like, "Ooh, and the only person who called me that was my brother." And I was like, "Great, now now we've thrown in the incest <laughs> thing. Yeah, you're the brother of man with family. Good, yeah. Thanks." Thanks, Daenerys. Ruin the moment. <laughs> Ruin the moment for all of us. Well, I mean, we are talking about ancestral family. I mean, this could yeah. be... That reminds me of Joe Dirt. You're my sister. You're my sister. <laughs> Wait, does it work? It's, I'm your sister. I'm your sister. Would it help if I went back to being your sister? No, that's just... I'm like sister. I'm some kind of white trash freak? <laughs> Perv or something like that? I don't remember what he says. Oh, I'm your sister. <laughs> He's like, no, no, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, okay, so did y'all see the meme where like it shows a, a snapshot of her, like the googly eyes, and John kind of looking like he's disgruntled, and then the next one is got uh, the guy off Seinfeld goes, "I just got out of the pool, man." You know? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> George. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I remember the episode. <laughs> oh, so anyway, then the greatest BS scene of all time. Of this entire season, the the ship anchor or giant enormous chains that were readily available oh, there yeah. on the side of the mountain on the Arrowhead Mountain. And the scuba whites who were uh, <laughs> able to just go all the way down <laughs> to the bottom. Wrap of it this. up. No, no, there was already some down there. <laughs> oh, so hey, down. Put the chains on, boys. You know. Well, I mean, Night King can talk to them mentally, so it's like <laughs> no idea how they hook these chains while y'all are down there. <laughs> we appreciate your service. <laughs> You can climb on its back if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> grab, grab a scale. Or a little oh, hook. God. I was just like, when they were pulling the dragon, I was like, that's really cool. We got the dragon, but what the F did we get these chains from? And like, how long were these chains? Like, I mean, I mean we've got miles of, of whites just pulling these chains. And I'm like, okay. I'm just, okay, let me ask you a question. Like you just said, how long were those chains? Name something that needs a chain that long that we have seen on this show. Tyrion, when he had every. But, I mean, he only made one for the Battle of Blackwater. Okay, but here's my thing. We saw the Night King literally just raise his arms like Scott Stapp. <laughs> and 
they all just got up. You know what I'm saying? Like all the people that were dead just yeah. got up. Why did he have to touch the dragon? It would have been super badass if he just steps to the edge of the lake, lifts his arms up, and then all of a sudden you see it burst out of the lake. Yes. It comes up, Maybe walks up to so- him, just like Drogon walked up to John, blue eyes and all. You know, and then just sees like some steam come out of his mouth or something. It would have been wicked badass. I mean, maybe it was just so deep and it required a lot more power and magic. Or something of that size. To get the dragon. Horse manure. Well, I, I mean, think what you're, I think what you're saying yeah. would have been a much cooler, much more plausible <clears throat> and effective scene than the three-quarter mile chains <laughs> that were happening to be on the other side of the mountain. They were ready. Maybe we ran out of budget. Where'd they get the dead polar bears? Just randomly walk up on a half-eaten polar bear? Yeah. I'll touch you, bud. Yeah. Come on back. <laughs> Come here, cuddly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean... Man, I'm just saying, they should have no, just... Just yeah. think about it before you put it on film. Why the hell do you have chains? Wait. Make it ropes, and you're fine. No. Because you need something to get over the wall. You know, something. Uh, I'm just... No, the wall's going to crack. Like I mean, the wall's just going to shatter. They're no, not climbing this wall. It's using a dragon against the wall now. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Ooh, maybe that's how they bring down the wall. Uh, well, I don't think they bring the wall. You've got something that can go over it now without any problem. This well, dra- if you kill the whites, there's no reason to have the wall anymore. I mean, white walkers are gone. Yeah. No reason for the wall. Yeah. But, yeah, the, it's, as awesome as it was to see him turn the dragon, the blue eye, and all that stuff, which is pretty freaking sweet. I don't know if any of y'all ever I just, saw Yu-Gi-Oh! or your kids, but as soon as like that was done, there was people posting memes of the Night King dropping blue eyes, white dragon. Yeah. Yes. Greatest thing I've ever seen. Yes. And I was like, yes, please. But I'll be honest with you. I just sat there and thought about the chains the whole time. I was like, man, this is just total BS. Oh, it was awful. <laughs> I'm just like, I was like as cool as this scene is, you completely set it up the worst way possible. So have y'all been crafting iron ore for centuries on the other side of the wall? Like, yeah, I mean, are just are these ice chains? Something? There, I mean, there's nothing like this. Is like, writers came to this decision in a room, and they all kept their job. That goes. That's okay. It's just like, <laughs> well, it's either that or they're like, okay, they went back to the Night King Fortress, got the chains, and came back. That's why all this time is passing. That's why they move so slow. Ah, oh, forgot the chains. <laughs> Turn Go back to the shed. <laughs> I gotta pee. Damn it! I told you to pee before we left. Did you only bring one? Oh. <laughs> I forgot my phone. I'm naked without it. What direction you are, are we going? <laughs> Your bones forgot to. <laughs> okay. So, so does dragon breathe ice or fire? I'm hoping ice. Because ice dragons are I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to say it doesn't breathe anything. To me, I don't think so. Uh, I think it's going to breathe ice. Well, see, that was a big debate. The Nerdist put out an article, or somebody put out an article about how by the dragon being alive, it's actually hypocritical of what it is. And so on. Like, it's not like a polar bear or something like that that you, you know, the dragon breathes something. I don't think it just converts it. I just it, like there was something they they read about in which I've forgotten the details, where it was it doesn't make sense if it does ice. The way Who it is. cares? I, I'm with We're you. The rule. We don't understand dragons. But I, I say that, and I'm like, you, you might have a really good point, but this is also coming from the writers who just made four magic chain show it to pull it out of the water. That's what I'm saying. We see how badass it is when they you know turn Lannisters into Sarah Connor. It's like, 
I would love to see it. Where they turn them into ice and then just burst or melt. You know what I mean? So it's like. Yeah. But I mean. Sarah Connor. Oh my God. But we. I got nothing, man. I, That's I, keep, I keep with this visual of her holding the chain link. Yeah. yeah. John yeah, T two relived yes, uh, but no, I, I mean, hear it you. goes back to Aunt or old Nan. She talked about ice dragons in her stories and everything. That's what I'm saying. It's like uh, just like when they went below Dragonstone. I thought yeah. we were going to get at least a carving of dragon glass of a dragon. Yes, to prove the stone dragon. Right? We're not going to get that, obviously. No, clearly but not. Now we're going to get an ice dragon, super badass. Like, the ice seen- polar bear was just a. Taster. Like it's like, we, oh, we could tease you with, yeah, he can do appetizer large animals. But now the question is, do we think Brain can work into an ice dragon? We don't know. There's I'm, a really cool thing going around that Bran is the Night's King. That is not a cool thing. But, and it's because they're wearing the same outfit, basically. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but they are wearing very similar. Almost outfits. the exact same costume. Right. right. Um so it's a little weird, but well, can you warg into something that's dead? We've never seen him do anything before, right? So we don't know. I mean, we've never even heard of anyone warging into dragons. Like, right, that is unheard of. Okay, so they're bringing an ice dragon. Is the ice dragon to basically just to kill Rhaegal, the other dragon? I don't think this ice dragon is going to kill a dragon. You don't like, think so? No, because John's going to ride Rhaegal. But can dragons live beyond Yes. once Danny gets the crown? Yes. Is that going to be allowed? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. They can, but yeah. now will the show allow it? That's I don't see how Danny keeps peace without dragons. Well, I'm, I'm just saying Dothraki are a problem. Yes. Alone. Dragons are a huge problem because people are always going to fear you know, what you're capable of. It's like the nuke. You know what I mean? It's just... I don't know. I have a feeling that there will not be any dragons at the end of this. God, that'd be devastating. I would hate that, but I mean, I see where you're going. But I think that has to be the way it works. Well, I would prefer a situation where if something does, a conclusion comes and a dragon's allowed to be released and go. You know what I mean? And maybe they go back to um, Valeria. Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. Um, Valeria. Yeah. That's what it's called. You know what I mean? And they just go back home, basically. Where... Um, but Danny's not late leaving her kids. Like that's not going to be a thing. I don't think the kids are going to give her a choice. Is what I'm saying. If any of them's alive, I think it goes to Valeria, where Valerian steel was yeah. made. Well, all I mean, that, that just doesn't make sense, just because of the connection that they have with her. And I think Rhaegal's going to have with John. Like, and if no, she's no. still alive, the dragons aren't leaving her. All right. Since we're talking about the future, let's break down what we think's going to happen next episode. Okay. We of course we see the preview and the big deal is is the big meeting to Dragon Pit. I have not seen a preview. Okay, all it is is everybody and their brother meets at Dragon Pit. Okay, that's all. All it is. sides come together. All like yeah. all right, they show the worm, oh, the gray okay, worm, and all all sixty thousand Unsully. Dothraki. The Dothraki show up. I mean, like there's more Unsully in this scene right here than we've ever seen on camera. But didn't you see also see? Um, damn, I don't even remember his name now. Uh, Crow's Eye. Oh, you're you on? see his fleet. You know what I mean. And you see what little's left of Danny's fleet. Okay. Um, and all your characters minus Danny. Sansa and them. 
Um, Sands is no. Okay. Now remember, Sands has already said she won't go to King's yeah. Landing. Like I didn't know if sent like, Brienne in her in her right. instead. But yeah, what? so Sansa and uh, Sansa, Arya, and Danny are not present okay. in the preview. And which my understanding Danny's is, there. Danny, I think Danny's there, but she's on her dragon at yeah. a distance. And I think that Tyrion is sent as a mediator for the meeting first. This actually, this is a meeting for John in Cersei. With Tyrion and all the forces there as a collective. they've never met before, have they? John and Cersei. Yeah. Oh, they've episode. met in, in uh, first episode. <laughs> so No, but, Danny's supposed to be there too because this is their yeah. truce meeting. Right, but I don't think Danny's there initially. Because when they show the previews like that, like they, they show everybody there. And there's yeah, no I, Danny. I agree. Danny makes an entrance, yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah, because these two people have never met each other. And that was said in the statement in this episode is that, you know, well, I finally get to meet your sister for the first time. You know. Yeah, it's unfortunate because they talk about traps and what's Cersei planning. And Cersei, we already know. Yeah. It was already planning something. So it's like, that's what I'm saying. I just want Tyrion to be a little bit drunk for this meeting. Like, I, I think if a dragon survives, it's Drogon, not Rhaegal. Rhaegal. So Rhaegal dies either by scorpions or ice dragon okay that's what i think okay so it's like is that cersei's plan you know she's in this pit you know but maybe she's hidden scorpions all around it to fire at one of the dragons if it's one of them shows up Mm -hmm. i mean that's my thing i don't know so it'll be interesting i don't think we lose a dragon back-to-back episodes we didn't lose a dragon well to danny's thought that dragon's dead (laughs) The worst dragon Every, history. Everybody in this in this meeting it, that is on Danny's side knows that a dragon's gone. Nobody knows that it's returned. I agree, but I don't think we're going to lose two her. of our normal live dragons back to back. Okay, so you think this meeting's going to go off without a hitch with Cersei? No, but I think by the show of power, this it can't be. I don't know. Do we think main characters die? I don't think so. I think if anybody dies, it's Finger at Winterfell or Tormund at the uh, at the East Watch or something of that nature. It's not going to be at this meeting. I think this meeting is a true, this is what I got, this is what you got, but we need to wake up and realize this is what we need to be fighting against. It's honestly hard for me to believe that Cersei will live beyond this episode. And my reasoning for that is the main battle that they all keep talking about is between the living and the dead, yes. right? They have to end this whole Cersei situation at some point. You know, it's like, I realize Cersei and Jamie are massive characters. Mm-hmm. But... There's no point. Like, I mean, they... What's the point of keep carrying them on? Other than the fact that it's good television, it's like, we only have six episodes next season, right? Yes. Correct. I mean, six episodes needs to be this battle with the Whites. You know, I just like, well, how long are we going to just toss around Cersei? Yeah, and like Euron's completely pointless because he can really only fight in water. You're not going to have a scorpion on a boat. Like, We don't know what she, they're planning or whatever the case may be, but I'm just saying... So I think there's a good chance Euron's dead by the end of this episode. Maybe not necessarily Cersei, but I think there's a good chance she's gone. I just don't know. Yeah, it's wide open. Well, all I know is is that Jamie's going to be back next season because he came out on Twitter talking about how we're, I'll be well, starting then, to film in October. He didn't say he would be in it. 
No, Jamie's in it. Yeah, he said, well, I get my script soon, six weeks before, and we'll start filming towards the end of October. I thought he just said we're filming and stuff, but he wouldn't commit to saying that he was actually filming. Like, but I mean, Cersei I know. is to die at the hands of the little brother. Both are her little brother. Yes. So Euron is a little brother. Like, there's That's the thing. The Valonqur or yeah. whatever, Valonqur, it can be any little brother. Yeah. Doesn't say her little brother. <laughs> just says, so I mean, we got John, Tyrion, Jamie, Euron, Bran. Br- well, he's the little brother. I mean, yeah. As weird as that sounds, you know, what I'm saying. <laughs> but I there, think I think the reader is expecting Jamie or Tyrion. Well, yes, obviously. That's, I'm expecting Jamie to kill. I think we're all expecting Jamie at this point. Like, I mean, they've been painting that picture for a long while. So, are you telling me you think that this meeting? Gets blown off by like Cersei's like go fight your own damn war and I'll just take over after you've you know blah, 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 blah. and then Jamie's like you realize what you're doing and kills her and that's the end of it. Well, Jamie has to realize her short sightedness. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which he's gonna have for him to do that. He's gonna have to learn that her pregnancy is either is fake and that she has truly betrayed him for him to get mad enough to do this. Her not agreeing to go to battle with Danny is not enough for her to say, I'm going to kill you. No. He's got to be betrayed. So, yeah. Is there a betrayal in the past that we've already seen that he doesn't know about? Her sleeping with everybody? Nah. It was Lancel. That was that, it. Yeah, that oh, I guess just, this isn't book, so she hasn't really been... Uh. Well, the thing with Tyrion in the books, when he kills Tywin is leaving he unloads everything on jamie about cersei and whatever mm-hmm. you know what i mean he, he says that he killed joffrey and that cersei's been fucking lancel and, and the like uh, kettle pods or the whatever whoever they were and the kettle blacks yeah. who are not in this show at all but she was just manipulating people mm-hmm. you know what i mean so anyway uh, I, I can't think of anything that would be a revelation to him in the show, in the show that would justify him going and just going and strangling her. Agreed. The only theory that I've heard, and this, I don't know if this would have anything to do with Jamie necessarily, but the main theory is that Cersei is Gendry's mother. There, okay. that one is going around. That uh, Gendry is a legitimate son. Okay, but that would also mean that Gendry is the older brother, correct? Well, of who? Of Joffrey. Well, yeah. No, he's not. He's only a half-brother. But yeah, he's the older brother of him. I would think, right? Yeah. Because, because he's he was the firstborn that she was like, no, we lost him. But the theory is... That she, she sent just, him away because yeah, it wasn't a child of Jamie's. Correct. And she only wanted the children of Jamie. But, but yes, how would you would prove be. that? The only person that would know that would be Brian. Well... I think we might have seen in the meeting that Gendry might be at the meeting in this next episode. It's possible. And it's possible that they have a knowing look when they see each other or something like that. But I he don't was given away yet. as a baby. Like how would I, he, There's no I, way he would have a knowing look. I agree with you. But Cersei told Kat, yeah. I had a child with dark hair, with black hair. And Gendry says the only thing he remembers about his mother is she was blonde. That's it. Now, how a baby would know you would remember that it was blonde hair, I don't have a clue. But I'm just saying. Fan service. Well, I mean, nothing. who is at this meeting that could say, 
No one. You, you had a birth. You gave birth to a child with dark hair, and this is the child. Cersei that, is literally the only person that could. Right. So Ned. Well, Davos knows. He doesn't know that Cersei had this child. Davos knows he's a bastard of Robert Baratheon. Mm-hmm. We don't know that it could be Cersei's actual child. And if that's the case... He's the legitimate ruler of Westeros. He's the legitimate ruler of Westeros as a non-Targaryen. Because you got to remember, Robert was a well, usurper. Yes, but I mean, that makes... He was the last king... So he would be the legitimate ruler. And if he became the legitimate ruler, then that puts a wrinkle in Danny's plan. <laughs> well, no, because it's like, hey, no, I they're can usurpers. Kill you. Right. The Baratheons usurp the Targaryens. That that doesn't like Gendry doesn't have an army. He doesn't right, have right, a right. family. I know so like, yeah, it's but Gendry me. is friends to John and this that or so on. Yeah. So that's where the wrinkle would be. Right. I'm just saying, I think that might have maybe that's the thing that sends Jamie over the edge or something. I don't know. I don't know how it's it would a stretch. Tie in. Yeah, that's a stretch of something. Somebody would have to have knowledge, and it would have to. It varies. Would it, is it possible that he was around? Would know. I can't remember who hid the baby. I mean, I guess in that sense, I mean, you could twist it where he was. Exactly. He, that would be awesome if Varys comes out there and goes, "You know, meet the son. You you let go." The best bet would be Littlefinger, just because he ran the brothels and everything, and this child was sent to the brothels essentially. But I mean, you couldn't say that. It's you could come. It could it could make it a possibility. But you need that key. You need your star witness. Yeah. To come out and very had to be various though. I think it would have to be. It'd be either. I mean, they were both as well connected and throughout the time. But Varys in the books is the one who hides Aegon. Yes. Targaryen. No, not a or it's not Aegon. It's uh, Aegon's egg. I thought this guy's name was Aegon as well. Maybe I'm wrong. It might be. I don't know. Anyway, the hidden Targaryen child that was thought dead, alive. Yeah. If he was the one that hid Gendry, that kind of is a cool playback. I think that's a cool. That was, that could be something like, you've lied to me. There's another child out there. But still, I don't still see don't that, think that's yeah. betrayal to Jamie. I agree. That's what I'm saying. It has to be, what if Cersei just murders Gendry on the spot? Or, uh, uh, what if? Well, no, I, just, I mean, I just can't think of something that just like signifies absolute betrayal. If I, she murders her son because he's the rightful king over her, in front of Jamie or whatever the case, has the mountain just crush him or something? That could be something. That's like that's Mad King S. That's the short-sighted yeah. shit that I'm talking about. Yeah. Like she wants the power. It had nothing to do with her children dying. Yeah, she wants the power. That could be enough. You know what I mean? That's right. the thing I think could send him over the edge. But I also still want Gendry to see Arya again, so I'm kind of torn on this. Yeah, we'll still see. Well, I mean, it's possible. I mean, Littlefinger she- rolls up. Oh, Gendry, little fi- it's like hold up, <laughs> and that's that's Arya Littlefinger instead. Yeah, yeah of, I mean that'd be sweet. But yeah. Yeah. Hold on. hey Gendry, hold on, yeah. hold my beer, hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So are we to conclude that we're going to have the King's Landing deal and we're going to have the Winterfell? Are we going to have anything at the wall? Are we going? To, I mean, is that going to be the cliffhanger next year? I mean, for next year, is I that think, things finally get to the wall? I don't yeah. think that's the cliffhanger. Like, I think it ends with the wall coming down. I don't think the wall falls. I just think we, we, we have a – either we meet at the wall or the dead have made it to the wall. 
You know where? No, the wall's it, coming down. We're not meeting at the wall. No way. No, the maester, the maesters have made it to where the wall comes down. Like when he said, "All this has happened." You know, we've done all this. The wall still stands. As soon as those words were said, the wall's coming down. It wouldn't surprise me if the last thing we see is Dolores Ed, you know, standing on top of the wall, seeing the army of the dead or whatever the case may be approaching. That's what I think. And be like, get me the maester. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, send the ravens. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Turbo. But they should be seeing Eastwatch before they see. We don't know where they could go. Castle I mean, Black. at this point, they could go to Castle Black first. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I'm with you. I think, if anything, we see him in proximity of the wall, not necessarily... Kind of like we saw Gendry see the wall in the distance before yeah. he ran up on it. Correct. Yeah. yeah. To let you know, we're here. Yes. You know, that's that's where I see that. So, all right. And Man. We're two hours in, guys. Like, <laughs> yeah. Got to cut. We're bleeding. Yeah. We're bleeding <laughs> here. Sleep. Uh, guys, I hope you all enjoyed it. We, Like I said, the episode was cool. It had a lot of head-scratching parts. And Cash said it was the worst one ever. But, hey, whatever. Game of Thrones-wise. Uh. Like, I mean, it was highly entertaining <laughs> and everything. But, like, compared uh. to like, the keys of this, I, I can't even talk anyway, anymore. If, he, if Cash is totally wrong or totally right, let us know on Facebook. Let us know on Twitter. Play TV Podcast. We're all over it. Don't be shy. Love to hear from you guys and add it to the show or whatever. And, you know, and look forward to it. But other than that, guys, we're going to call it tonight. This is Bleed TV. I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. We'll see you all next week.